Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. Where are we gonna go? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front podcast. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I'm Brandon Ream. How is it going, Brandon? Patrick, let me tell you uh-huh. right now. Yeah, it uh-huh. is going mm-hmm. fantastic. Could you whisper in my ear? And I don't hear. want the world to see me. To feel it go. Uh, fantastic. I've been doing Goo Goo Doll songs over the. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Dizzy up uh, the girl. They're not Goo Goo Dolls. They're Goo Goo action figures, Mom. <laughs> That's a good tweet. Uh, I got a question. Uh, they have an album called Dizzy Up the Girl. Do you think that's some sort of a like a cancelable uh, offense? It sounds like it. Right? Their, uh, their first yeah. album got canceled by Walmart, I remember. There was a controversy. Oh, why? A boy named really? Goo. Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. Because he had yeah. like grape juice on his shirt that could have been misconstrued as blood. Oh, sure. So. We... Uh, when I, my dad and I, my dad loves planes. He loves, fl- he used to like, mm-hmm. he was going for his pilot's license and everything. Have I talked about that on the show? Yeah. That my dad like was learning how to fly through these same video hey. tapes that the 9-11 people. My dad drove trains, even though you can't drive a train. You, oh, but he is, uh, conducted? In- yeah, well, it's on tracks, but uh, yeah. yeah, he was an engineer. Cool. My dad uh, was an engineer and all he had was a high school education. Oh, wow. My uh, my dad, uh, he was learning how to fly by watching these the, the same videotapes as the mm-hmm. 9-11 hijackers. I just learned um, to fly by listening to Tom Petty songs. I do Foo Fighters, but... Uh, I do Pink Floyd. Hey, did you ever listen to Foo Foo Dolls? <laughs> Is that anything? <laughs> uh, one time my dad and I, though, we when I was in high school, it was probably the last thing I did as a high school student, where you're like not a kid no more, but you're still kind of a kid, you know? Like you're mm-hmm. still living at home or whatever. My dad and I went to Kansas City to go to a uh, air show, and I remember when we were driving down there, we passed a billboard in Kansas City that was for like a local radio station that just said- Now that's an uh, air show. Oh, yeah. It just said, uh, we don't pretend to know what goo goo means, but we'll play it. And I thought that was fun. Ah. Um, Golly, so what have you been up to, man? What you been doing? Oh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, been knocking out the Star Wars books on Audible ever since I figured out you can return titles. Oh, yeah. So you're a SJW cuck? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah. I've really been enjoying The High Republic. That's pretty cool. But, yeah. But uh, just don't... I can't. I can't believe the amount of hate that those are getting. It's so dumb. It looks oh, fine. It's because it has a diverse uh, cast, cast of Jedis in front yeah. instead of just white dudes. So Also, so weird. there's just a large segment like there's these people like star wars shit stirrers i've found yeah. out about that all they do is post negative shit like oh kathleen kennedy blah, 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 blah. yeah and then i uh, think it's i think it it's gets just a like lot a of scam. views yeah it is it's it just, is. It's just they like make, a, they make a shit racket. up it is yeah and and try and get like uh rage people 
So yeah, it's very weird. But that's a the lot cool of thing YouTube. is I found out you can uh, remove channels from your feed. So every time <sighs> it's I get so hard one of those, sometimes though, do you, I watched a full three minutes of a video yesterday and I couldn't figure out if it was like pro Star what? Wars or anti Star yeah. Wars. And then I had to go look at the channel and look at a, their other videos, and I never settled on it at the end. And then uh, currently I've been listening to, it's really cool too, if you're not into audiobooks, you could check mm-hmm. this out. It's the uh, Dooku Jedi Lost, which is oh. uh, more of like an audio play. It's not a book. Oh, it's cool. just straight up made for audio, so they have a whole cast. Oh, and, nice. And uh, it's kind of just, you know, Dooku coming up. Finding a lot of inconsistencies in the council, and then uh, yeah. turn it turn into the Him dark side. Ever any? You know how there's that story that John Lennon and P- Paul McCartney used to jack off together. Yeah. Do you think Dooku and Psychodius ever jacked off together? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, uh huh. Uh yeah. yeah. And then uh, let's see, uh, a little TV. Uh, sure. Started fucking around with that. Uh, Hulu just uh, started yeah. playing. Fresh off the boat one day, and then I ended oh, up yeah. watching like ten episodes, and uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun, especially since it takes place in the mid nineties. Sure, and uh, it's just funny because the main character kid is like totally into like Shaq and yeah. uh, like Notorious B.I.G. and just like oh cool, and he's like my age, so I just remember yeah. all of those kids. So that's pretty fun, and then uh, also Do you watched- know the. Do you know that show is supposed to be great? Yeah, but yeah. do you know the thing about the mom on there? Uh uh-uh. uh Constance Wu. So I think it's the mom. Maybe she's like she's like the Constance Wu. She plays Jessica. I uh, so that show they thought it was gonna get canceled after like the fourth season. They thought it was gonna end, but then it got picked up for another season. And the day it was announced that it got picked up for another season on her Instagram, she's like, "This is fucking bullshit," <laughs> and she like made a big stink. And people are like, whoa, a lot of people get to have jobs and stuff. And she's like, I was ready to move on to something else. And like, so she was like, kind of looked at as like a real asshole for a while. Oh, wow. It wasn't even like, well, things are going on hold for uh, another year. It was like, this is trash. I hate this. And then uh, I watched a fun uh, documentary on PBS, uh, Mm -hmm. Minnesota Hardcore. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's cool. Is it about hardcore music? Yeah, yeah. And like the early 80s and shit and just how- Minnesota had like uh, Fugazi, uh, no Husker Du, oh. and like the replacements yeah. and stuff. What about Husker all, Don't? They those two Collective Soul. Do they talk about Collective Soul? No, even though they're not hardcore. They talked about Soul Asylum though. Who started Soul Asylum? Out That's what I meant. That's a, what yeah, I meant. As a Minnesota, That's what I meant. they were. Uh, but it's really good. I suggest watching that. I a hundred. I'm a sucker for any like uh, DIY scene, scene documentary. Yeah. Just like yeah, kids. totally. Making posters, making zines, and like making a scene. Uh, yeah. So. Well, and plus, I've been listening to the Hold Steady for fucking fifteen years, yeah. so I already have seen all the prequels to that documentary. Get onto the PBS and uh, yeah. watch it. They do it in segments too, but it, you'll like it. I know you. Yeah. You'll you'll dig Pretty, that yeah, shit. Yeah, sure. I love that in uh, the ro- I love the replacements, and in their first album. There's a there's like a, a track I think it's actual audio maybe it's not but it sounds like it's actual audio from a party and there's a cop that's like hello this is the Minneapolis police department time to go home and then you hear somebody yell fuck you and the person yeah. yelling fuck you is the lead singer of Soul Asylum and I think that yeah. shit's awesome totally you know? and then uh the one yeah and then they meet president clinton after that but oh, yeah. uh because <laughs> of the song but yeah. uh it's also 
Uh, I followed that up with a train, never come back. Yeah, I watched a spiritual like successor to that show to uh, Murder in the Front Row, which is about the Bay Area thrash scene of like '83. So uh, yeah, yeah, a couple of fun uh, complimentary stuff, and uh, then spent the night looking at uh, flyers online. And that oh, too. Sure. Gotta love that porn. Uh, porn flyers. I, that sounds great. I have. Uh, I have not watched. We were. We just watched. Started Search Party. Uh, the mm. fourth season has started. Yeah. And we. The so they dropped three episodes last week. They just I dropped three more episodes. Got. Mm-hmm. I got invited to a search party once. Blah blah and... blah. All you found was a body. No snacks. You said that last week. Oh. Um. It's very fun though. It's a very good show. Uh. And then another thing, Stacey and I are watching is The West Wing. Oh yeah, we're rewatching that. Sam mentioned it a couple. I weeks love, ago. I love pro West Wing. <laughs> it's so weird because it's like, uh-huh. it's okay, it's like the way Twenty Four was like Republican porn for like how yeah we're gonna murder everybody and the terrorists are gonna get theirs. You know, this is like Democrat porn. It's the same thing only the other way, and it's not bad. I mean, it is. It's not. It's like conflicting of a show, but if you look at it through the eyes of nineteen ninety nine and what we didn't know, it's good. But yeah. there's so many things where it's like the Democratic president is like uh, all for guns and stuff. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's very yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, we're watching those things. Because uh, it's all for guns. Yeah. And uh, guns for all. Remember I told you a while back... Uh, uh, that uh, I had those fr- I had those Nintendo Switch games, mm-hmm. and then I asked if anybody wanted them, and then I gave them out, and then I got a Nintendo Switch for Christmas. Well, one of the guys I gave them out to, who was my boss at Blockbuster 20 years ago, he texted me the other day out of the blue, and he's like, hey, uh, some wet Walmart.com was, giving, was selling uh, uh, some downloadable content for this video mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And they there was a glitch, and you were it was like four bucks, and you were supposed to get like ex, like five extra levels. Yeah, but there was a glitch where if you paid five bucks, but then you got the entire game. So he bought that game twice and gave it to me for free for five bucks. And it's this game called Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, and it's like a Mario game where you play as Toad. And boy, is it fun as shit! So I I can't I've been playing that like crazy. It's like a puzzle game, and it's like it's like a Mario three D kind of, and it's boy, a treasure it's real game? fun. What? The treasure game? It's like a treasure game, a, pl- a puzzle game. I don't know the specifics. Uh, action puzzle video game is what it's called. Nice. But it's very well, fun. And so well, it's like check Toad. that out. Yeah, Toad's great. Mm-hmm. And it's, fu- it's, it, it's, it's, I mean, like, I actually have tons of fun. I'm also he, back into Retro Bowl, the, ah, the little handheld that. Super Bowl game. Yeah, I won another Super Bowl after. Congrats. Buddy. So what I did was I won thir- or 12 in a row, so, Super Bowls basically in a row. And I was great. And then I was like, well, let's pick up a bad team and see if I can turn a bad team into a Super Bowl contender. And then I lost like three games and I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm not playing this again for 10 months. And then I started playing it again. And boy, my team was so bad. I had a scrimp and it took me forever, but I did finally get to the Super Bowl and won it. And now I'm on a good team again. And ooh, it's like butter. It's so good. They're on these 30 yard touchdown passes. I love it. Um, well, let's say we take a break. We take a break. Bring in our guest. Bring in our guest. Now, the most successful comic book series in history is on home video. Marvel Comics X-Men, a heroic band of mutants. They do what must be done, and they do it with style. 
X-Men, a 30-year tradition that Polygram Video is proud to offer in this exciting collectible series of action adventures. Featuring the characters you've grown to love and admire as they do battle with the forces of evil. Keep your eyes open for these and more X-Men home video adventures and team up with the coolest mutant crusaders in the known universe. Now, you can collect all the titles in the original X-Men series from Polygram Video. The one and only X-Men. And we're back. Ooh. What a good commercial. Yeah, it was. No, yeah. a good commercial would fucking pay us. Oh, buddy, yeah, yeah. That was a fucking bad commercial. Fuck that commercial, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, speaking of fuck that commercial, man, we got a great guest on the podcast. <laughs> it's the my pillow guy. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're talking I, about Billy Mays because he's a he's a dish. Rest in peace, Billy. Oh, what are you doing, tooting on that thing? Yeah, Snoo- Snoo- you know any songs on that guy? Just a What's that couple. Joke? Jethro Tull. Yeah. Um. Thick like a, a brick. What? What'd you say? Jethro Tull song. Is it? Thick like a brick. I don't- I don't know nothing about Jethro Tull except for that one scene in Anchorman where he's like, Aqualung! That's my whole reverence. And that they beat Metallica for like best metal album or something once at the Grammys. Yeah, 86 Grammys. Buddy, you're still sore about it. <laughs> uh, speaking of still being sore about the 86 Grammys, uh, we got a fantastic guest on the show. Now, listeners, as you know, we're wrapping up guests because they suck. It's hard. It's too much, especially during a pandemic. So now we're not doing We're not pulling... We're not getting names no more. We're not reaching out to agents no more. We're not getting Rachel, the Rachel Sennets who are starring in their own series on ABC anymore, you know. Uh, we're just going with our friends from Des Moines. That's the new plan. <laughs> we started comedy together. We were buds when it mattered. We were friends when no one cared. Uh, and today's guest is one of those 100%. Now, you know him as being a, uh, well, we'll say staple of the early 2010, no, wait, yeah, 2010's Des Moines scene. Mid 2010s Chicago scene, uh, he was the guest host on the l- second season of the uh, beloved podcast Tolstoy Made Choose podcast. Uh, not guest host, co-host. Sorry, Reem, you were a guest host on that podcast. What are you doing, Reem? You sitting back too far? I'm putting the microphone between my legs so I can fucking clap when you introduce oh. John. Oh, I thought you were just losing your. I thought you were having a panic attack, so you have to put your head between your legs. And, of course, he's a father to a little baby that he's raising uh, in the eyes of the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, go crazy for our friend John Eide. Hey, hey, guys. What's going on? Hi. It's How are you, here. John? I'm yeah. good. I'm real good. It's, uh, you look good. Thanks. What do you got there? You What is that? A, a fucking jacket or a cardigan? Cardigan. Okay. Yeah. Where'd you get that? You bought it at a store? I did. I bought it at a store. But on, but an online one because I'm afraid to go oh, yeah. to places. Cardigans, that was Love Fool, right? That's correct. Oh, yeah. That was Love, love Fool. Me, love me. From yeah. the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. I mean, yeah. Uh, what's it? Baz Luhrmann, right? Yeah, that was the Romeo and Juliet movie director of that yeah. film. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Garbage, garbage was on that soundtrack as well. I actually oh, yeah. seem to remember that that soundtrack was really popular. Like, yeah, it was great. A lot of people own that soundtrack. It was. I, I rewatched that movie not too long ago. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. Like it's weird how well it how how well done it is. I not would weird. I would argue that it probably holds up better than Titanic does. Oh yeah. Oh that ship it, didn't it, hold up at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, one of these days you guys want to rent a boat and just head out to the middle of the goddamn ocean and go look at see what's going on at the Titanic, huh? I was I was in a hotel like 
a couple years ago and it was yeah. on TV and I was mm-hmm. like, I haven't seen Titanic in 10 years, longer sure. probably. And I didn't realize that Leonardo DiCaprio's like best friend is just doing a Mario impression. Yeah, yeah. He's Italian. Like, yeah. it's like, he literally says, it's a me. It's a me. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, uh, hey, Leo, you got to go finger that lady. Eight yeah. Academy Awards. It's a me. Also, it's, it's crazy in the scene when that character dies. You hear Wait, the, did you say, Reem, did you say it's a crazy? Yeah, yeah. Well, when that character dies, you hear the... Yeah, and all these fucking coins fly everywhere. Of course, he doesn't have many because he's a scourge living on the bottom decks. That's right. Uh, John, it's very funny. Now, John, last night I reached out to you to be like, hey, buddy, you want to do the podcast? As you said, uh, of course. Uh, and we were, you know, panic doom texting uh, about the, yeah, end of the world. We, we do but it, yeah. what's very ironic is you bring up Titanic. I was watching a video about the Titanic while we were texting last night. Wow, that's so isn't just, that weird? I mean, it, it definitely makes it even more of a like Doomed. a doom, yeah, a doom <laughs> yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you into the Titanic, guys? Reem, John, both of you? Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. You know, I've watched yeah. documentaries and yeah, 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 totally. I mean, shipwrecks are just kind of interesting in general. They are. They are. They are. I like a yeah. good shipwreck. Yeah. You know what's great? A shipwreck song. <laughs> yeah. The, I have I have a playlist that I found. Fitz, the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, uh, I There's a ream. Or you just listen to Stan Rogers. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> I There's a, because uh, right now, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but sea shanties are all the fucking yeah, rage right now. Yeah, I have seen that. And I've been listening to songs about shipwrecks for a long time. There's a, a Spotify playlist I listen to that's great. Are, huh? are sea shanties all the rage right now? Yeah, you they didn't kind know of that. Are. People are all about it. I, yeah, 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 yeah. They're like the the viral thing right now. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you're ahead of the curve, Reem. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, that's cool though. Yeah, I I really like the Titanic. I don't know why. I think it's I probably because well, of my age. Yeah, I find it very I, interesting. I mean, but it's, it's fascinating that like somebody was like. Let's make the most opulent ship that we possibly can fill yeah. it with rich people and then yeah. not give them a way to get off of it if it starts oh, to yeah. sink. Like, it's just kind of an amazing plus story fir- of human error. Plus, yeah. it was its first voyage, too. Yeah, so like, right. I mean, yeah. right. Like, they weren't e- it wasn't even the, like, the yeah, myth we did this a few times. Just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so, yeah, I just, I, I, when that movie came out, like, I don't give, I, I saw the movie like four times in the theater and it oh, wasn't, yeah. it was more, I was going with my sister was yeah, like yeah. a Leo fan or whatever, but yeah. I just was so, I just enjoy the pageantry of the Titanic and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and and you guys know, I love, I love the sea of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The phantom uh, himself. That's right. Oh, that's right. Billy Zane. Yeah. Billy yeah. Zane. yeah. Who's what's the, what's the best Billy Zane movie other than phantom? I'm a, I'm a really big fan phantom. of him. I actually, yeah, it's the mummy. What what Reem? What's going on? We gotta say Billy Zaniac or something? No, no. Uh, I I started a fa- uh, Billy Zine. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, is that the Zane Zine? Yeah, <laughs> it sounds zany. Yeah. Oh yeah. To the max. <laughs> to the max. I. <laughs> <clears throat> but wow, I think it's I, Mummy. I think the Mummy's the best. You're right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The oh, the Mummy's. So I want. Good, that they should have made a uh, Billy Zane Dean Kane. Oh. Uh, oh boy! What else movie. do I have to say? <laughs> it's like a Billy Joel lyric right there. Uh, one thing he's in that I forgot. I just watched recently. He's in Critters. He's oh, the, yeah. the daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. 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 No kidding. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he came out swinging, man. He's in Back to the Future, Critters, mm. yep. Going Overboard, 
Back to the Future 2, Memphis Bell. Yeah, he was in like a, like a lot of the oh, late yeah. 80s, he, early 90s one of, shit. He had, that a, one of, he had a long like he had like a long resume going and then Titanic happened and then mm-hmm. I feel like it, for the most part it you don't see him. I mean, he plays himself in Zoolander, you know. Like, oh yeah, that's right. He's probably he's probably yeah, I'm looking at his stuff. He's in shit. It's just, you know, it's hard to keep a career going. And I don't think no offense to him, but I don't no. think he was a fantastic actor necessarily, no, no, you know. No. Right? Like, especially in that movie, a lot of people were really acting there. Even that Mario fellow was yeah, acting his really, ass off in that he movie. He thought he was mm-hmm. doing something. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, John, how you been? How's you're in Minneapolis? The ti- the pandemic go, go go from Titanic to pandemic, huh? Hey, a lot there of ICs go. going. Uh, yeah, I'm in Minneapolis. Uh, how was, uh, now? Did the did the coronavirus get to Minneapolis? Have you guys you know, heard about it yet? It it, <laughs> it it uh it did show up. Um, yeah. It wasn't invited, but here it is. Uh, yeah, I don't. You know, it just kind of became just an everyday fact of life, which is kind of crazy. You know, yeah. like uh, like putting on a mask to check the mail. Yeah, because <laughs> so, like, it's. Have you guys either of you, John? You guys don't have a dog, do you? No, we have two cats. No, you have cats. Reem, have you had the experience where you've gone outside without the mask on, like you've forgotten it, and that oh, feeling? Yeah. Like, I oh, did yeah. that one day to take Murphy out, and I was, like, halfway up the block, and I realized it, and I realized it because I was like, why does everything smell so weird? <laughs> it's like, oh, because that's what God's air is like. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. literally I've... what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I accidentally walked into the bodega once. Oh, what sucks? Fuck, yeah. What sucks is when you walk all the way to, like, pick a pizza Always. Up. Yeah, yeah, and then you realize you forgot your mask, and you have to I keep, go back I home keep and a, get one. Uh, I keep one of those like throwaways from work in my coat pocket. Yeah, that's it's smart. O- it's it's only happened once that I actually went out and I got like half a blo- half of the block. But I'm always afraid that one's gonna break that the my mask I'm wearing is yeah. gonna snap or something. And so I keep a, a a spare in my pocket. Um, and then also I feel like you can give it to somebody, even though I don't know if I'd take it if somebody yeah, gave me yeah, one. Yeah. But still, um, so so John, uh, you're living there. You're working from home now. You worked from home prior to this. Yeah, I was already working from home. So, so like at the you very were, like, least, built that, for this. Yeah, that really, I really. Yeah, it's kind of funny you say that because I actually kind of feel like I am built for this in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like antisocial, I, bad yeah, personality. No, I know. around people anyway. It's kind of crazy because, like, yeah, not antisocial by any means, but uh-huh. I have handled not being around people quite a bit better than I thought I was going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. why that is, but, like, yeah, I don't know. I That's, I, I, I get it. I think of you, I was going to, I was going to say this before we started recording to Reem alone, but I think it's funny to see on the air. I think of you as, like, Gideon, like, 2.0 or whatever, like, the next, because you're, like, you know, you're a comic, but you're also a dad, and you're you got a wife and everything like that, and you work at home. But like Gideon's wife's like a nurse, which is yeah. a fantastic job. Yeah. But your wife's a doctor, <laughs> and Gideon works stays at home all the time. But you have a job, you know. <laughs> and then like, and so it's like, and like, I feel like you guys have this like correlation. I do the same thing with like my friend JJ, where mm-hmm. I'm like. If something happens to JJ, he like texts me about something. I'm like, eh, I bet that's happened to Gideon and John this week. <laughs> like you guys just have similar life. You live your lives in similar ways that I bet similar things bounce around your heads. I knew you'd know about the sea shanties because JJ's told me about them. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I just feel like I have weirdly been able to handle this better than I expected, and and not I don't know, and that's a weird way to think about it for sure. Yeah, but like. 
I, I don't know. Like I'm, I was telling you last night, like I am really happy watching reruns of shows that I've seen 15 times. And yeah. that oh, yeah. alone, being able to do something like that is a weird form of comfort for me. Yeah. And that is, yeah. So it, and I, I, I feel like it's almost, uh, I feel like this is a very shared experience where that is exactly how I felt until like, uh, not, I mean, not to bring up the word, but like until the Floyd murder. Yeah. That's how I was feeling. I was very like, Oh, I miss stand up and I yeah, miss my yeah. community. But at that point there was no stand up still. Right. No one was doing anything. And I really relished in that moment of like being like, well, I'm just going to rewatch this show yeah, and exactly. I'm going to stay up till 3 a.m. And when I go to work, I literally wake up at 9.50 a.m. and then I go sit in my living room at Ex- 10 a.m. Exactly. Yep. And I love that. And then eventually once that started getting <laughs> boring, not boring, but like routine, uh, I still do that and I still enjoy it, but it's a lot more like taxing now. Rain, you just got, you guys just rewatch stuff all the time too. Um, have you, Reem, have you been watching more new stuff or have you been rewatching more stuff, do you think, over the whole of the pandemic? Um, well, together, we t- uh, typically just try and pick a show and roll with it. Uh, yeah. You know, just some, that like, sometimes default show, you... eating dinner, got to throw something on. But uh... Yeah, but but like I, I can remember, especially it felt like Hulu was coming out with a new movie like every yeah. week. And it was totally. like, thank you so much for doing that. Like that oh, Palm, yeah. Palm Springs movie. Sure. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Like, that was a surprisingly good years yeah surprisingly good but like it's so weird how time is going the fact that the palm spring movie and what's the one on disney plus the pixar movie uh soul no the no the one that has like the uh, ream it's the one with like the dragon no it's the chris pratt oh yeah yeah that was a yeah 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 i know what you're talking about onward 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 Onward. that came out in Pan the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, I remember you know? watching it. Yeah, but and it was needed. We needed yeah, that yeah. at that point, like the so beginning like, of March, April, I, or so. I think having new things come out has been so huge, like mm-hmm. for that. Like even though it wasn't that good, uh, being able to sit down on Christmas and watch Wonder Woman was like totally yeah. made totally made it felt special to be able to do that. Yeah, like, but as yeah, yeah. I I feel like I'm kind of like you where I technically th- I am good. It's just like. When I used to work overnights, it wrecked the rest of my life, but I was really good at working overnights, and it was, like, good for my brain and soul. Yeah. I am technically a good shut-in. It's yeah. good for my... Yeah. But it just wrecks everything else, and all my and that wrecks my thoughts. But uh, I do love that aspect that I just can watch so much stuff. And uh, Stacy and I, I don't know how you and Kristen are, or Danielle for that matter, but we're all... We're on... Diff- we run on different schedules where mm-hmm. we're awake at the same time for a lot of it. Yep. But, like, she goes to bed, like, at 11 every night, and mm-hmm. I go to bed at, like, 2 every night. So... Yeah. I We, we both have these periods because then she wakes up at 7 and I wake up at, at 10. So we have these different periods where we can kind of be to ourselves. Yep. And, like, she rewatches Gilmore Girls all the time. I rewatch The Simpsons and, like, fucking cartoon... Like, uh, Batman cartoons and yep. stuff all the time. Exactly. And uh, Kristen yeah. actually is not my wife. Kristen is not actually like, she's not a rewatcher. Like she doesn't oh, like really? reruns of things the same way. So, but yeah, so it, it's a, it's a little different. So it's just, it's nice to have new things to watch. We like, we, mm-hmm. we just watched uh, that new French dubbed one on Netflix Lupin, which oh yeah, I, oh, yeah. Highly, I highly recommend. It's awesome. Cool. 
There was a great French show a few years ago called like The Forgotten or something. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's, maybe I don't know if that's the correct title. I think it, it's something like that. I know yeah, it, and about. it was about like twelve people went on a bus crash. They all yeah. died in a bus crash, and then all of a sudden, six years later, they showed back up at the same age they were in the bus crash. Yeah, and it was really great. But it was but French TV is like okay we're gonna give you six episodes exactly. and then we're gonna wait eight years and give you six yeah. more episodes and it was just too hard to find the end of it but what I, I love the idea what I kept thinking while watching Lupin and if if you watch it you have to let me know if you agree is I just think it's so crazy that there's something about the atmosphere of the way it's mm-hmm. shot that I was like I can tell this is a European show yeah totally like there's They're, something about yeah. it that's just I don't know it's different that's just not I, how American yeah. TV looks. I want, yeah, I watch a lot of, and, and it's it's similar, but I watch a lot of uh, uh, British, whatever you call like those like broad church and stuff. Those yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And there's a thing, just because it's, you got to think it's it's the way they cut corners and do in-house stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you can tell, it, Canada, the same way, like you can watch a show and be like, this is Canadian. You know? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just kind super of funny, crazy. Yeah. I was just really noticing it. I was like, this yeah, because I maybe partly because it feels like Sherlock a little bit, mm-hmm. but like it definitely, I was just like, oh, this is this is a European show. This is yeah. definitely not an like. It took me a minute to realize that it was being dubbed over, and then that was the thing that brought me around where I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, this like, is definitely dubbed. Hey, why over. they all got mumble mouth? Yeah, that, yeah, uh, that is literally yeah. what it is. Yo, yeah. are they are they wearing masks and they CGI'd <laughs> over the top of them? Yeah. Uh, Reem, do you watch any like dramas or anything like that? Any of those pure any serious stuff? Oh uh, no, not really. Like other than I like mean, a other, parenthood? Other than is- when uh other than when they get like big and they have like uh sci fi or fantasy elements in oh, okay. Yeah, see yeah, but, I'm uh, I'm I'm also I'm the same way. For the most part, I don't watch anything that isn't comedy. Really? Yeah. Because I don't like dark stuff. But sure. I can handle something being dark, but it has to have a superhero bent to it. Yeah. Do yeah. you watch any of the CW shows, the like Flash and all those? All of them. And Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like all those. Uh, yeah, we. Well, that's the thing is so. So like, it's funny because that guy Greg, whatever the guy that produces yeah. all that stuff. So like, I like the. I like the Flash. I like the Flash. Yep. I love Legends of Tomorrow. Yep. I never really got into Arrow, but I love Legends of Tomorrow, so I watch all that stuff. And then Stacy loves River. Or I don't know if she loves, but yeah. she loves watching Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we watch Riverdale, and I'm like, this is the same fucking show. Yeah. This, totally. Like, yeah. And then we started watching the want- Sabrina. Same yeah. fucking thing. I was like, these are all the same thing. They just. I yeah, haven't yeah. seen. In this one, you fight uh, a bad guy from DC yeah. Comics, and this one, you fight the devil, and in this one, you just fight the mean kid from next door. I I, I want them to is... do uh, uh yeah, Ca- Casper and Riverdale, like oh, introduce them. Well, totally, they probably have. They totally can. Off. They totally yeah. can. Like that's the craziest thing about it. Like because that is all the same universe. And the yeah. other crazy thing is technically. You know that's DC. Riverdale's yeah. DC, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman could show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it would be so good. Yeah. And, well, like yeah, and the, uh, Josie and the Pussycats are a part of Riverdale, and totally. I, they've been all that stuff's referenced in the Sabrina show. Yep. Um, I honestly think this. I, I I'm I'm not a fan of the Riverdale, mm-hmm. but I I I think the Sabrina show that's on Netflix is pretty good, even mm-hmm. though it I, I guess is. Like I guess it's supposedly not looked at as good as Riverdale, which I think is dumb. But I think it's fun. It's fun to watch. Riverdale's just dark as shit. Like yeah, it's just it's weird. It's, they they've taken it to they've taken it to such a a ridiculous degree. Uh, the the multiple serial killers. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like this small ass town, and for some reason, Did everybody any- tur- turns into a murderer. 
Did either of you have any experience <laughs> with, uh, what do you call it, uh, the Archie comics growing up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you read them and like know about them and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's, it's, I, I, I maybe I've said this on the show before, but I, I literally thought those were like ancient times. That's like you mentioned in the Keystone Cops. I'm like, yeah, that's a thing that we vaguely yeah. know about, or like the yeah, Marx yeah. Brothers. But then when Riverdale started, I started seeing out of the woodwork people being like, oh, yeah, I love the Archie Comics. Yeah. And I'm well, like, and it, really? It's been around for such a long time. Yeah. There's been crazy iterations of it. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have become superheroes in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Veronica and Betty both have their own comic. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they've... I'm I'm googling it. Yeah, they, they've done a... There's an Archie versus the Predator. Yeah, yeah. Like a storyline. Yeah. Like the Predator gets it. in a lot of fights. Yeah, man, he's he's a bad dude or yeah. misunderstood. Well, but he loses. Like, yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be this amazing killing machine, and he loses every time. I feel yeah. like I'd only I'd only want to fight the predator if I had already seen that first predator movie. Yeah, right. You know? I mean, if you as long as you know to slake yourself up in yeah. mud, you know, lather with the mud. Yeah, yeah. go to Just, some sort of a spa, walk out. Yeah, hide exactly. For some reason, the people in spas are always just fine whenever the predator <laughs> yeah, yeah. shows up. Oh, boy. The predator walks into a spa and goes, it's empty. Yeah. What's going that's on good. here? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, golly, golly, golly. Okay. Well, uh, so, John, what is the – you rewatching? What's something you've rewatched in quarantine that you – that was a lot of fun? Or did you, have you watched anything that you, like – Saw when you were really little or something like that, and you're yeah. pulling new things from it. Or? I'm always, I'm always going back to stuff like that. And then with Disney Plus, and then there's oh, yeah. so many. So like, I've gone back and rewatched the animated Spider-Man show from when I was a kid yep. that there I loved, go. and the same thing with the X-Men one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Did you watch the X-Men one? Did you go fucking find a blog that told you the correct order? Uh, no, I guess I oh, should do that. Is it way a, better? Because well, because the, yeah, yeah, there's weird stuff where like the uh, the, the alien race shows up, but it doesn't make any sense to the no. Cron- and same thing with Morph, uh, right? Morph. Yeah. Doesn't make so any they sense. they the, the first two yeah. <laughs> the first two seasons. I think I think it's the first two seasons are correct and mm-hmm. they're in order. But then the third season, there was some jostling that happened at Fox Kids or whatever. Yeah. And so it all aired out of order. And for whatever reason, the incorrect air order is the order that it's always been put in. Yeah. But there, you can find online the correct order. And if you do that, then you really can see the whole Phoenix story. Oh, And I then there's like two other stories. And then you see the second Phoenix I'll story. I'll 100% do that. It's really, really good. Like, yeah, I rewatched that. That was like maybe my first thing I watched in quarantine. I was really getting into X-Men back in like uh, march and April. i i it made me laugh so hard rewatching it now because it's not something i noticed before is that almost every single fight cyclops shoots a beam and you know an optic beam mm-hmm. somebody deflects it it hits like a brick wall the brick wall starts to collapse on top of storm and then he screams out loud she's claustrophobic <laughs> Yeah. Well, they know their they know their roles. It's like every single fight, Storm ends up somehow in a claustrophobic situation, and uh, and then (laughs) and the Spider Man thing is I because I had read about it but had never watched it and noticed it. He doesn't punch anybody. Oh wow! Like that was a thing. Hmm. Like they 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 can't be any violence. Is he? Oh, why is he a pussy? Yeah. (laughs) Does he get punched? and Wolverine keeps ta- keeps putting his claws out and then just tackling people with his claws yeah. around them. <laughs> I know oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every once in a while, he will slash somebody, and then they'll be like, oh, it's a robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's that old TV thing, yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, you didn't know that before you did that, though. You tried probably to take the person's arm off. Probably why everybody went so crazy for the Power Rangers. Yeah. Because they actually fought? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of they kicking. They got to kick some ass. Yeah. That yeah. movie, that, that remake movie that they did is shockingly good. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's yeah? a Gekoff joke in it. I talk about it all the time. Yeah. There's a part where he's like, he hasn't figured out how to morph in yet. And he's like, yeah. I do it in the shower yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. It's like legitimately kind of a yeah. good movie, like way better than I expected it would and be. And it got like, pa- I think it got panned and it lost a lot of money. So no one's going to ever yeah, see no, it. It'll never happen again. Yeah. But it's like, I, the thing is, is that I actually, that's like a blind spot for me. I, for some reason, I never, like I was huge, huge into super, uh, uh, superheroes and mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was massively into that, but I think, Maybe I was too old by the time Power Rangers actually really yeah. got going. I mean, I'm that's how I was five. Same. So, yeah, I never watched Power Rangers. I never really knew about it the way that. Yeah. Have you re- Have you gone back to any of this stuff? I know you got Disney Plus. Have you watched these animated series? Uh, I mean, uh, Batman and yeah. Uh, Beyond. Yeah, uh, yeah. Batman sure. Beyond is awesome. Yeah, yeah. they're very good. I bought so a bet. Well, I don't know. Back in the before times, I went to Minneapolis and did that club. Yeah. And I stayed at your place, and you had the DC app. Yep. And I came back and was raving about it on the podcast. Then I got it. And then Reem got it for a long time, and so it was a uh, really uh, you know. And then of course it folded. Yeah. And now we're all just giving them money for nothing. Well, I got. Uh, I mean, now it's just a comic free. book app, so I yeah. canceled it. But, yeah, me too. But all of that stuff's on HBO Max now. Yeah, it, it, I loved it, and I'll tell you this. Young Justice, yeah. fucking, I think it's brilliant. So good. I've been telling our listeners, Mike Haas, I've been telling him for what, fucking months. He's got to get into that. Yeah, it's really um, good. Yeah, it, w- it was really good. I, I liked the, because I never gave a shit about Spider-Man. I'm trying my hardest as mm-hmm. a human to be into mm-hmm. Spider-Man. And I liked, I did like yep. the Tobey Maguire movies a lot. So yeah. don't, and I liked the new ones too. I yeah, never yeah. saw the Garfield ones, but. One of my favorite, um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. One of my, one of my favorite things about Spider-Man. Tell uh, me. Living in New York. Is yeah. Oh, yeah. all of the bootleg Spider-Man merch like? Sure, sure. Because <laughs> because you can make a red stocking cap and yep. put a fucking spider on it. Totally. That's blue, yeah. and sell the motherfucker because it does. It's, yeah, who's yeah. gonna sue you? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, it's not Peter It'd Parker isn't gonna retain a lawyer and be like, "Hey, I'm suing you." Well, why are you suing? Yeah, because me? it's like <laughs> yeah, they Spider-Man. walk in to yeah. sue him at some souvenir shop yeah, and yeah. on fucking Sixth Ave, and they're like, "We're not even a real store, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> like, you ever see what? that? You, you're walking down the street, <laughs> you see a store sometimes, and you're like, "Oh, hey, look at that store right there." And the next day, it's an empty shell, and you're like, "What the fuck? That was a store." <laughs> Yeah, I gave the I I swiped my credit card in there. Yeah, yeah, it just got, and then it's a Halloween spirit. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm trying. I want to get. I've been trying to get into Spider Man, and so I've watched that series, the mm-hmm. that one, a bunch of times, and I like it. I do like the stories. I like the animation because it's very similar to the X Men yeah. stuff. Yeah. But I I still haven't gone through it all. Um, and I'm I did the same jazzed. thing with the. What's that? I'm pretty jazzed to see what they do with this new Spider Man coming out. That's the movie. Oh, just yeah. like everybody in it so mm-hmm. spider-verse is such a is such a cool like thing or whatever i got mm-hmm. i was one thing that i got during the pandemic so far is i was lucky enough to get a playstation 5 nice and you then, play miles morales dude it's awesome 
Oh, yeah. yeah. And but even before that, the other Spider-Man game that came out for mm-hmm. PlayStation yeah. 4 is incredible. Like it's yeah. so much fun. I like that game. I played that game in Pittsburgh with my buddy Nick, and it was really fun because I basically I was just like, oh hey, this is New York. And I like took him to the Creek oh, in the Cave. Exactly. And- <laughs> no, that's like I I think I think having honestly, no, I've never been to New York. Yeah. I think I could navigate it much better because of. But game. when it's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah, you know, yeah, like well, right. Like it, it, it thinks that Washington Reem just for context. Have you played that game, Reem? Uh, a little bit. I oh. uh, just haven't gotten too deep into it. It thinks the the Comedy Cellar is across the street from the Washington Monument at Washington Square Park. You know the the arch. Uh-huh. Like in that game they are across the street from each other and they're like a good couple blocks apart but if you were at one you could find the other. Yeah, you, you, know? you I mean it would make sense. Yeah. I think it was the, more I don't think yeah. I understood where Central Park was until that Yeah, game. oh yeah. As stupid as that stuff. Well, need that's a- what's funny is I climbed up I went to the top of the Empire uh State Building in it and you look out and I had a photo on my phone from when we went up there and you compare my photo to what you see when you're looking south, and it's very same. Yeah. Like the the buildings are the same. You know? Is it just Manhattan, or can you go to like Queens and Brooklyn? I think it's just Manhattan, right? Yeah, it's mostly. Uh, It'd be fun although, if it's there. Well, no, no, because well, <laughs> I think you can go to the boroughs because maybe, and especially in Miles Morales, like he lives sure, in Brooklyn. He's, yeah. It'd be funny if it's uh, da- downloadable content. You can go to Coney Island and uh, yeah. you have to like help fucking old Polish guys fight. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I, I enjoyed that game. Um, what the weird thing is the only the one of the big weird geography things is the Ox, uh, whatever his name, Osborne's company. Yeah, just blows away a lot of the uh, whatever you call it that side wet east side of the island. Cause there's, you know, that's not that's not really there. It's not all weird. No, factories and neither shit. is Avengers Tower. I'm pretty sure. So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I, this is I maybe even Donald Glover's joke, but it's really is funny it? the whole thing about the Hell's Kitchen and you read Daredevil and you see Daredevil and then even if you play that game, you're like, wait a minute, Hell's Kitchen is fucking three blocks. Yeah, yeah, it's not even. And yeah, that, and that's his area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, like wait, oh. Yeah. So he couldn't help with the uh, he couldn't help with the the battle in New York because he was on twenty fourth for an yeah, hour. Yeah, he was just down <laughs> he there. He was at the papaya dog. Is that what's going on? <laughs> uh, God dang. Um, okay, so John. Uh, I, oh, I was gonna say too. I, have you ever watched the Fantastic Four animated series oh, from that yeah. time period? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I really liked the first two episodes. I mm-hmm. uh, but I. It's almost like it's the animation is it needs to be like I can watch the X-Men because it's very nostalgic to yeah, watch it. Yeah. But I since I don't have that nostalgic connection, I feel like it's harder for me to watch those shows. But and so I'm tr- I'm almost thing, trudging the, through. The same thing with the Iron Man cartoon. Yes, yes. It's, it's the unwatchable thing. because it's the animation is just not where you want yeah, it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, DuckTales or uh, yeah. uh, Gummy Bears uh, Darkwing Duck, all those shows that I loved and I watched, I can watch those without any issue. Yep. Um yeah, it's very it's very weird. Um, okay, so you were talking about video games and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, well, first off, let's go a bit to what the show is about. Where did you grow up? Uh, in Bloomington, Minnesota. Bloomington. Now, what do you know about Bloomington? Anything exciting? Uh, man, let's see. Uh, I'll look it up. Yeah, I mean, this is you're gonna know more about it than I do just from hold steady lyrics. I think. Oh, I know that we literally <laughs> talked about that at the, the show. Reem just watched. Uh, what was it, Reem? Uh, Minnesota Hardcore on PBS. Uh, oh, a sure. documentary. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty oh. good. Just about and, like uh, the early '80s hardcore scene in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah I was. I'm. So, I'm still. I'm like a such a big hip hop fan. So oh, sure. Yeah. You know, atmosphere and 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Idea and abilities and yeah. Is he doing yeah, that? I loved all of that rooms uh rhyme sayers uh yeah. stuff. And it was the same uh mentality too. Like rhyme sayers was definitely like a uh uh DYI fucking hip hop. Yeah, you know? totally. Well, I mean you could go to no name records and yep. and stuff like that and yeah, exactly. Open the trunk um, and get those amps. That's right. You know? <laughs> Trying to find give, a balance. Give those dreams a chance. Oh, this should, is fun. You should you always also, give your dreams a chance. And Reem. I'm trying to go I'm yep. trying to go through uh uh Oh, that's very interesting. I'm trying to go through people from Bloomington. And really, mm -hmm. there's not a lot of famous people from there, which really surprised me. A lot of hockey players. A lot yeah. of hockey players. Sure. Jesus Christ, a lot of hockey players. Uh, well, they're famous for uh, the onion, right? Is the onion <laughs> from there? Those Bloomington onions? Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. All right. Uh, but one thing that's interesting is Peter Doctor is from there, mm. who is the director of a lot of Pixar movies. Oh. He directed Monsters, Inc., Up!, Inside Out and Soul. Wow. Uh, he also produced Onward, which we mentioned earlier. Wow. But what's weird about that is from my hometown, the director of uh, Big Hero 6 is from my hometown. Wow. That's pretty fun. We both got Pixar yeah, directors. We got Pixar directors. You know? Out there trying not to know, trying to act like they don't know that Tim Lasseter guy, John Lasseter or whatever. <laughs> John you know? Lasseter, yeah. Being like, no, 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 we're diverse because, yeah, we, uh, I don't know, not, Kenny's Italian. <laughs> we're not the same. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, no, nobody really all that exciting. A WNBA player. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh, Lane Kiffin. That's fun. <laughs> Former uh, Oakland Raider head coach. Yeah, yeah I think he's we, from there. I'm sure there's a. I wonder if is there a wrestler or anything from there. I mean, there's a ton of wrestlers that have come out of Minnesota over the years. Well, I don't know. Do you consider wrestlers heroes? Because there's a hero named Tom Burnett who was one of the guys that died on the. <laughs> Flight well, 11 or oh, Flight 93. Nature Boy US was born. Flight 93. Technically, nature yeah. Boy. He, yep, he was. Eric Bischoff lived here. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And then uh, uh, the Vern Gagne wrestling territory. My, so my Kristen's, Kristen's grandfather died, and when we were at the funeral, the, somehow the, like, the pastor or whatever was giving the eulogy, and he talked about how he, had, he was friends with Vern Gagne, and I was like, how did I miss oh, never yeah. having a conversation with him about Vern Gunn yet? That's fun. Yeah, because you're a big wrestling guy. Now. I do like wrestling. You Were know? you when you was a kid? Yeah, much. Oh, okay. uh, I was huge into it when I was a kid, and then when I moved to Chicago, I just I a lot of my friends like comedy and wrestling seem yeah. to have a weird connection. They do connection, and so a lot of my friends were big into wrestling, and then. So like Sunday nights, I'd go over to a friend's house and we would watch a pay per view, and then we started, and then they started bringing me to the indie wrestling shows, AAW, mm -hmm. and that yeah. really that cemented it for me because there's sure. nothing more fun than having like twelve beers and watching grown men flip around a ring in a yeah. VFW hall. Like literally, oh, yeah. nothing more fun. Now, Reem, we have a lot of friends that are huge wrestling yeah. fans and stuff. I wish I had. I, it's literally like a groove or something. It's like I I can. I can 100% turn on like Raw or whatever yeah, yeah. and get into watching like two well, or three matches, yeah. but I don't have that thing that makes me want to go see it live or uh, learn see, about it. Live is live is more fun. And, oh, and sure. indie wrestling shows in small venues is even more fun. Like my what I always wanted and I I this is just how my life is, how life was before the pandemic is what I always thought was going to happen and I still hold out for this is that you're going to be on the road in some dumbass city 
And after the show that your bomb, your terrible stand-up show, somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, there's a wrestling thing at the VFW." <laughs> yeah. And then you're gonna go see it. Reem, remember when we went up to my uh, Boston? Uh, in yeah. February. We shipped like, right up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did. You know. <laughs> uh, we saw that. We saw that place that was a big wrestling. Remember they said like tonight, yeah. uh, New Jack or whatever the fuck. Oh and God, New Jack. That's that's what like I ex- assumed was gonna happen. Was at some point I just randomly go to one because sure. I'm not gonna go to one by myself. And and I also have that fear. It's the same reason I don't want to go to like uh, the same reason I not fear, but it's the same reason I don't go to like a lot of rap shows. Sure. Is because I don't like the feeling of being in a place where everybody right. else knows what's going on and I kind of don't. Totally get it makes, that. Yeah. I like I like rap yeah. shows because they're more uh, emotional than the rest of the shows that they had at the theater, you know. All right, let's get us through it, Reem. What are what are what are we doing? Like, like a rap show, you know. It's the last one. Like oh, uh, like the last show. Got the, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. like a rap. Okay, <laughs> that's a rap. No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm, hey, I'm just I'm just happy that you haven't changed whatsoever. <laughs> Not one bit, dude. <laughs> no, no. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. If anything, we're leaning. We're all leaning into it. <laughs> oh, uh, buddy. So yeah, so the listeners, this is fun. Now we you give a fuck. You're from Bloomington. No one cares. You grew up rich. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> the but we all started comedy together in Des Moines. Yeah. a fucking decade ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Like Reem, it was uh, Reem started in February. Yeah. You started in January, but then yep. you took some time off. Yep. Uh, and I hold that against you. You do. Uh, you always have. <laughs> I did. Well, not really, but I do think it's weird that you were like, yeah. I always thought it, because I romanticized that time, which is funny because I, now I, I don't know. It's just a weird time. Yeah. But uh, I do crazy, think it's funny like, that you knew Kitzman. Yeah. And then, but then you started coming out to our scene way later, but you already knew Kitzman. And I thought that was so weird. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I did the one open mic and then just like, took some time off because it was different. Mm-hmm. I, it, I didn't start coming out hardcore until I met you guys yeah. at the open circus. Yeah. The fourth street mic. Yeah. The fourth oh, street yeah. one. Because then it was like, Oh, there's people who are doing this and like actual open mics. And st- I just didn't know yeah. how it worked. Same thing. That's I literally, that's how I think almost every comedian in Des Moines origin story. Yeah. Probably until I and I don't know, but until the underground comedy mics, Dan's mic started making a dent. Yep. Like until le- probably until Lefties was when people started actively knowing like, or if you were gonna Google, I want to do stand up in Des Moines, and yeah. then that would pop up. Absolutely. Because when I started, uh, it was Open Circus. You yep. know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and they open Circus. Ten- they gave us ten minutes. Ugh. Before any of us had and 10 minutes. <laughs> One time I ate a cheeseburger. I just sat on stage yeah, and ate a cheeseburger that. for like eight of it. Those, I remember that. Those fucking mixed mics in general yeah. are just yeah. like yeah. horrible for comedy. But like we're, when, like we're going to do it anyways. Like yep. I had the same yeah. thing in Madison. Like you go to the yeah. mixed mic, you get 10 minutes. But yep. like you're going on after somebody doing like a Tori Amos cover yeah, about their yeah. fucking I, dog dying. I actually, and it's like, I so that's the room. I yeah. followed a woman who did poetry about yeah. like, and I'm not making light of anything, but like, it was like about being sexually assaulted by her professor. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I tell on stage, I've told the story because sometimes, okay, you know, like, I don't know. I don't like writing jokes. So, like, when you'd be on a show and some, if anybody ever had a joke about beat poetry or about st- slam poetry, yeah, yeah. I immediately had my my opener was about doing that mic, and I they would say the guy would sandwich the lineups, yeah, always, and there was a poet who was doing. 
10 minutes of poetry about how his girlfriend was a sex slave in Haiti as a child That's right. and having to deal with that. Yep. And then it was me doing my offensive one-liner Anthony Jeselnik humor. Yeah, yeah. And then after me was his girlfriend, yes. the sex slave, doing <laughs> poems about the sex slavery. No. And I think I believe, about it uh, all the time. I believe Alex Carter killed off stand-up in that room. Oh, yeah. Or at least I remember. Wait, what did he do? Remind he me did, of this. Well, remember the guy, uh, he was a tightrope walker, and he was going to uh, go across the yeah. Grand Canyon. And uh, What the fuck? <laughs> he wasn't a comedian. He wasn't involved in the scene. It was just right. on that television one night. But Alex Carter did a joke about him crossing the canyon on it, and he was like taking the Lord's name in vain. He was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can see and him doing that. The lady... That was serving coffee in the other room. Started just like yelling, and yeah. came in and like sh- shut him down. Got him off stage. That's crazy. That's a that was a huge. I uh, I don't know if it's I don't know if it still is, but when we were there, the Fourth Street Theater was like a huge Republican place. Yeah, like it was all owned by Republican money. They had Pat Robertson speak in there. Yeah, they had fucking um, who's that guy that uh uh Doyle has the photo that says Sphincter Boy. Uh, his last name is come Perry. shit. Oh, Santorum. No, Santorum. Oh, yeah. They had Rick Santorum give a speech in there. I just remember we were doing shows there, and then there's a poster outside that's like, next week, come see Rick Santorum on this same fucking stage. <laughs> I remember I got booed basically off stage there the day that Steve Jobs died because I opened a set with, well, I guess an apple a day doesn't keep the doctor away. <laughs> that's <laughs> and a, that's that. a solid joke. Come on. Thank yeah. you. But they got so mad at me oh, about yeah. it. He's an ethical was... man, too. You know, there's yeah, a lot of totally. bad, bad stuff about him. So Absolutely. You know, you're totally validated. Fuck yeah. their it's such a weird such corporate a weird... heroism. <laughs> uh, such a weird time. But it was it was really fun, though. I did enjoy it. It's, we- it's dumb how like that was the only good time in stand up. Because that was, like, before, not the only good time. That sounds stupid. But, like, that was, like, the most, like, that, oh, first off, one of the reasons why I think that time is so romanticized is that no matter how good anybody has gone on to do yeah. since then, no one in that room was like, oh, God, I want to get fucking Conan next. No. If I don't get it, Conan it this month, felt, my wife's never going to look at me. It all felt fun and inconsequential. Like, yeah, it was yeah. like, and it felt like you could try things because who cares? Yeah. They yeah. Weren't and if you tell you you can't go back on the next week if you're awful, I guess unless you say Jesus Christ a bunch. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh it... it just it felt inconsequential. And now having moved to multiple scenes or whatever yeah. and, and kind of starting over more than once, like I don't know, I look back on that and it just felt like it didn't matter. Like anybody whenever anybody asks me about how did you start doing stand-up? I'm always like, well, I started in Iowa in Des Moines because it didn't matter if I failed. Like it yeah. was just kind of like nobody's ever gonna see this if it's a disaster and it never yeah. goes anywhere or yeah. And we were like, and I don't mean this as shade to like our friends, but yeah. like our little group, the ones of us that started all around the same time in that 2011, I'd say. We also kind of were driven a little more than some of them. Yeah. yeah for and that's sure. probably a symptom of seeing how what they were doing. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, they're doing all this stuff. We want to do more than that. Yeah, if we yeah. didn't have them, we'd probably be like, well, we're doing great. Yeah. But so we were all driven a little more. And I, I like I feel like the current scene, wherever it's at, is 
owes a favor to all of us, even if they don't know who the fuck we are. I, I yeah. think because, that's probably a fair statement. And and we were kind of fucked because I think we talked about this. Who did we have on not too long ago? Mark, maybe? We talked about this about how we didn't have... Uh, we didn't have grandpas. We didn't have like old guard, really. Or so like or we a were supportive club. Yeah, exactly. Or a club that mattered. Yeah. But like yeah. Willie would come out, which was great. But Willie would come out once, uh, yeah, yeah, twice yeah. a year. Yeah. And he was always really nice and supportive. But it wasn't the always. kind of thing where you could be like, "Hey, I'm worried about this. What should I do?" Yeah. Yeah. And then so the people we were going to with stuff like that was like Dan and Toll and mm-hmm. Alex, who had been doing it fucking two yeah. or three years longer than yeah. us. So it's like. It, 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 when you get to a bigger scene, it was more helpful because you could really see. But then all the people who've been doing it a lot less time than you start getting stuff. And you're I like, sure oh, no, do. I wasn't yeah. waiting for this. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh. I was telling somebody recently, like, you do this long enough and your friends start to become yeah. famous. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, like you start getting a lot of famous friends yeah. and a lot of dead friends. Yeah. It's like, well, I yeah. didn't want either of these. Yeah. I didn't I want friends. I got both those, too. Yeah. yeah. There is something crazy about that. <sighs> yeah, we're all, it's all a real nightmare. Uh, I remember now, I don't know if I've told you this to your face or not, but I think it's really funny. So, uh, Brandon, you know, because we would have those parties at your house back in the morning. Uh, for the listeners, John fancies himself a rapper, which was always so <laughs> funny to us. He would freeze, you freestyled and whatnot, you know? Yeah. And I, this is a story I've told a lot about you. I don't know if I've told it to you, but sure. it, I thought it was funny how in Des Moines, you'd always like be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to freestyle now. And we'd be like, oh God, yeah, here we go, much. whatever. Yeah. I would egg it on. What's that? I always egged it on. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah, A lot of people did. Well, Reem loves rap shows. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. The last one. As long as it was the last time I was going to rap, he was into it. Yeah. (laughs) But so you'd always start rapping. And again, we were all drinking and stuff like that. And I was doing my own maniac stuff in the other room or whatever. Usually you you were shirtless at this point. Shirtless, screaming, you know. (laughs) Drunk Patrick was just too much. Can I be really vulnerable for a second? So yes. a guy, this is outside of your story, John. A yeah. guy I used to know when I before I started comedy, uh, a friend, a, a friend of mine posted a photo of me from like 2008, and a guy that was a was in that friend group, but I wasn't really friends with from that time, commented on it because he was in the photo too, and he goes, and it was just me and that guy, me yeah. and this other guy, and he commented, "Hey, that's the snake guy." <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and I and he sent me a friend request, and I'm like, I'm not gonna accept that. Yeah. I was like, what's the snake thing? And then I'm like, did I get blackout drunk and like show my dick to a whole room or something and say, <laughs> hey, look at my snake? And that's not where I think my brain should go yeah. when you hear that. So that makes me think it's probably more likely. Yeah, to... yeah, yeah. That you're but, you're like, well, if I was called that, this is what I think it probably was yeah. from. Yeah. Or or is it like? Wait, did everybody make fun of me for something? Did I have a weird shirt or something? <laughs> um, but anyways, back to you, John. So you were to rap in Des Moines, and all of us were like, all right, get out. Nobody yeah, cares. Yeah, exactly. And then you went to Chicago, and you kept rapping, and you True. became friends with a bunch of people, and you put out a – what did you guys put out, like, an EP or something, right? Or uh, you were on an EP that a lot I'm of a, people Yeah, were? I'm on a Handsome Naked, the first Handsome album. Naked. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I remember downloading that, being like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. But one of the guys on that was Chris Red, who's now, like, a superstar on SNL. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Should we have been supporting John in his rap career the whole time? Like, are we bad friends? Yeah, there, there's a there's a song where Chris Red and I just we went over to a buddy's place and we just went into a bathroom and we just went back and forth freestyling with each other. Yeah, it's he, so funny. It's just funny to be like, oh wait, we're the negative, we're the bad ones in this. He you told know? he told me later and and like 
I, I would want this to be fact-checked for sure, but I remember yeah. having a conversation with him when he came back to Chicago, and he told me that some of the lines that he used in that freestyle is what he used in the audition to, oh, get, that'd be to get the Hunter the Hungry uh, role in Popstar Never In Popstar? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It'd be funny if he was using your lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's up there talking about Willie Beeman. I just remember you rapped about Willie Beeman I did. I always, <laughs> had, a line about, I always <laughs> had a line about throwing up like Willie Beeman. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's so funny. Well, you um, could do a lot of stuff with Willie Beeman. That's right. It, yeah. it rhymes really well. Steaming? Yeah. Yep. Steaming? Creaming? Steaming? Yep. Reaming? Brandon Reaming? Brandon telling Riemann. puns like really telling puns like Raymond, you're Willie Beeman. <laughs> See, we all rap throwing up, throwing up puns like Raymond. I'm oh, really that's good. pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Rimpunzel. I don't know. Did you say rape punzel? No, Hope not. Gross. It was 2011. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we don't know what that, what that lizard was doing with her up in that tower. We don't ask. No, nope. ask, don't tell. You know. That's right. Do you have uh, any footage that. of your uh, early sets, Patrick? Speaking of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all fucking damn locked in a goddamn vault, buddy. I'm trying to work in this business. I think other. I think there are still some of mine, like from Billy's open mic and stuff, yeah. that other people took and put on YouTube, and I don't even yeah. know how to go about getting them taken down. <laughs> well, I have a lot of them, and it's one of those things that, like, in quarantine, I'm surprised I haven't actually done this yet. Some of those things are funny to put out now. Yeah. It's like, hey, look at what I used to be like. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but there's so so many of those. Where it's just like horrific one-liners. Yeah. I'm also thinking about when stand-up comes back, I might go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> like when stand-up well, comes it. back, I might go up there and be like, my grandpa sucked my dick. What do you guys think? You know? <laughs> and like, because I try, you know, duh, fuck, the rest of it was so hard, you know? Yeah. I don't remember how to start stand-up again, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. What? I was uh, like, I saw somebody post on Facebook, and I'm sure you guys even know who it is, but I don't off the top of my head, and it was... They were asking, what are some, what are all the ways that comedians say, like, this is my last joke? Like, oh, I'm going to end oh, on yeah. this. I'm going to wrap up like this. And I, for, and, and I couldn't think of any because I don't remember how to do stand up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> like I don't God. remember. Plus, what sucks to... is everything I've written is fucking pandemic material. So yeah. once, once everything opens up, like, I'm going to have to burn it all. You know? Yeah. Well, that's my, the thing is my new stuff was about my kid being three months newborn. old. Now he's twenty-one months old. Now he's eight. He's nine years old. Yeah. Right. It's you're, just... you're like Gil Fry. Yeah. You're like my kid's going through the terrible twos. And you're like, isn't your kid twelve? <laughs> no, but I do have like it is, it, it'll be fun uh, when we go out again to just yeah go through a year of fucking tweets and take it yeah. up on yeah, stage. Yeah. Basically. Well, I know you're this like, is very. I'm how sure this work? I'm sure a million people have thought of this, but I literally was like, what if I put together an Edinburgh show that's just literally me reading my tweets and expanding yeah, on them right, yeah. from like March 11th like till the pandemic end, you know what yeah, I mean? Where yeah. it's like, my I remember my first tweet where I knew shit was going down was I was like, I was leaving a show at, uh, so that was the week I had been asked to for JFL was like, send us your tape. Yeah. I had a good one. I was ready. I was excited. But then I was like chasing that next one. So I jumped on a show at Branded Saloon, and it was fine. But it was very, like, we were all like, whoa, the pandemic's real. And then I got in the car, and I was heading back home afterwards. And while I was in that car, they canceled the NBA. Sarah Palin <laughs> was unmasked on The Masked Singer. Yeah. And uh, it was announced that Tom Hanks had it. And oh, I yeah. remember right. tweeting, like, wait a minute, is this how the world ends? And then, yeah. Yeah. yeah that much. was it. Yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, well, you say March 11th, and we talked about this last night, but March yeah. 13th is my birthday. Happy birthday! And March 13th is, like, the first, like, confirmed case, basically, yeah. in the United States. Like, it was my birthday. And yeah, it was just, that's... Yeah. That was the... Because that's a Friday. That was a Friday, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that was the day my office... So, my I remember being in my office, and I took over this job March 1st. So, I had this new job, and I was in the office all the time. So, March 1st, I had to get over... And or February first, excuse me, but it doesn't matter. But so that Monday, we're like, oh, we should pay attention to this. Tuesday, like, eh, it's weird. Wednesday, we have a meeting where they're like, yeah, well, if you don't feel comfortable coming in, you don't have to. Thursday, half the staff didn't come in. Friday, they're like, we're done. Yeah. But it was still me and one other temp were coming in. <laughs> and so for the next week, it was just me and a temp. So it was literally the two lowest mm-hmm. rung people in the office every and- day. And you have to check yeah. that temp every day before you go That's into work, right? You got to make sure you know. You got to make right. sure you're safe and safe. I, uh-huh. I had, so my, I have two half brothers. And mm-hmm. this is like so a So one weird, whole brother. Top That's half, right. bottom half? So, yeah. They're, they're, they're centaurs. And, oh, cool. uh, but like, and this is like a weird, this is a weird like walk, but just follow me on this because it's just kind of a bizarre story. But basically I moved to Des Moines and while and then Chicago and when I was gone out of the city, my half brothers, their other half brother, so their dad, my mom and their and their dad were married. Then they divorced, mm-hmm. and they both got remarried. One side had me, and the other side had my brothers, their half brother, like yeah. the other. And while I was living away from the cities. My friend group here, independent of me in any way, became friends with him. Weird. <laughs> like somehow they met him and then yeah. and he became like a friend. Like he so this so the guy that I my whole life I've just considered to be weekend me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like all of a sudden <laughs> is like part of my life. Weird. And, and he for months, like January, maybe even December. He like was messaging all of us constantly on Facebook about this thing is going to be really bad. I've got oh, these wow. N95 masks like I'm getting ready. And he was really nervous about it. And I was like, this is the United States of America. We're never going to let a pandemic come here like that. Come on. Yeah. Like, I don't care Same. who's president. There's no way that this is going to hit us that hard. And I muted him because I couldn't oh, handle God. seeing it yeah. anymore. And. God damn if he wasn't a hundred percent right. Like yeah. that's I have a the I a very similar thing was so in January of last year, not even that's what's crazy. Maybe a year ago today, I wouldn't uh, perhaps, uh Gideon and I did a club in Pittsburgh together. And uh of course I was headlining, you guys know. I got you know, I got the hour. <laughs> yeah. And so we go down there, we're doing the club, and I'm hanging out with Nick, who now lives in Alabama, but my buddy Nick, friend of the show. Uh, who's a virologist. Him and his wife both are virologists. Mm-hmm. They study viruses. That's their job. And they're doctors at it, you know? Uh, they're not like temps at it, you know? What I mean? yeah, <laughs> like yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're top of the line. They didn't, and they we, didn't answer an ad or like an ad in yeah. the paper. Yeah. And so him and I are sitting on his couch. We're, he's, we're literally playing Spider-Man. And it's the night, you know, the night before we go home. Mm-hmm. And Nick and I are talking and he's like, this coronavirus thing could be crazy. He's like, I think we're okay. But I, I mean... It's crazy what it's doing over in China. And I knew about it because with my day job, all of our product we get comes mm-hmm. from China. Sure. So we were literally getting boxes. We were getting boxes that would say there's 20 things in this box. And mm-hmm. I'd open it up and there'd be two things in it. And there was a note, like a printed note in English that's like, 
factory closed in Wuhan due to COVID-19. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, weird. That's a weird thing. And that was like December, January, right? Yeah. And then, so Nick and I were talking about it, and I was kind of freaked out about it. So the next morning, Gideon and I are driving back to New York from Pittsburgh, and it's like a six-hour drive. And we're kind of talking about it, you know? We're like, wow, this virus, maybe that's something, you know? And it, this is January, so it's like mm-hmm. yeah. nothing yet. But we're still like, yeah, Nick was saying it was a big deal, and we're literally kind of talking about it, and I'm Googling about it, and I swear to God, I get a text from Stacy that Kobe Bryant died. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And it was that day, and then it the whole pandemic left my head again mm-hmm. for another month. And yeah. I'm like, we were trying to prepare. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, it, it is yeah. crazy. I just saw yesterday uh, my time hop uh, one year ago. <laughs> yeah. First, uh, my first tweet about the pandemic was oh. uh, coronavirus. What do they think of next? Modelo virus? Oh, oh sure, yeah. yeah. Well, that's... We're still our- riffing about it then. <laughs> we have a friend uh, that passed away in February of last year. And his one his that, last or yeah. second to last That's tweet is that. That's pretty much when comedy died. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so um, crazy that, yeah. And also, it's one of those things where since he passed away right before everything shut down, it kind of just feels like he's still there, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was, haven't seen him, I but was, I haven't seen a bunch of people. I was at a mic when I heard about that. Yeah. I, I remember was, somebody, somebody at that mic came over to me and was like, did you hear? And I had not at that point. And, yeah. It was very weird. Yeah. Um, but I I can't find it right now because he was a joke machine. But one of his last jokes was that same thing, Reem, the Corona Modelo yeah. thing. And I'm like, oh, no. this guy who's been gone a year usually was already he, was making jokes about this that, thing yeah. we're still living in. Yeah, usually he wasn't that hacky, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> no, I think you're thinking of a different guy. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because yeah. this guy is totally joke, joke guy. guy. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Mr. looking jokes. at what I was... One year ago, I tweeted, music makes me cry sometimes. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> so I don't know. I must not have been caring about the pandemic too much at that point. Uh, but yeah, it's so it's just super surreal. Yeah. Uh, and, and I feel like it makes me very... like We kind of talked about this last night, John, is I... Cause now I don't do I don't have stand up. I don't yeah. think about. I my brain has been recorrected. Yeah. So it's not like I I'm not. I'm still like God. I wish I was on TV. But I'm not like <laughs> thinking actively about like how do I get on TV? You yeah, know? yeah. I'm just watching TV. I I work from my little desk here where I'm sitting right now and I watch TV and I literally feel like I have gone back to 2010 and I'm just working that office yeah. job that's not fulfilling. Yeah. And I'm like. But but I also have lost ten years of my life, yeah. and I don't feel like I've gained a lot. I know if I went on stage for a week, I could probably get it back, oh, and I'd totally, be fine. Yeah, but it's it's still such a surreal feeling that like could friends you, who yeah other could friends who have other jobs didn't a fucking comedy yeah. festival. <laughs> God, you guys want to put one together? Really scam some fucks? <laughs> yeah, let's just. I, just, I wrote like, twenty five oh. bucks to enter. The best day of the fucking, I tweeted this early on, but one of the funniest days of the pandemic was when a major festival, this is like maybe April, mm-hmm. maybe May, maybe early May, when a major festival sent out their rejections for 2020 yeah, festival. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, are you <laughs> kidding me? It's like, I, I will never, I will never forget that day being like, you fucking dumb shit well have you like, been getting have you been getting uh, all the emails from the world series of comedy as well during yeah, this I, all that stuff i just linked it all right to the junk mail because uh, i can't handle it yeah they, they started sending out 
all kinds of uh, yeah. things recently. And I was getting the emails and I was just like, I've unsubscribed now, but I was like, I- I'm not going to a club, particularly yeah. not for this. Yeah. Also, what <laughs> club is letting you do the, this? <laughs> the weirdest thing is you just keep seeing, I keep seeing photos of comics I've met on the road. It's, it's yeah. not close friends and stuff like that, yeah. but I'll see photos of comics in clubs that look like it's normal. And yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Des Moines, Des Moines, and we've talked a little bit about this on the podcast. Des Moines just fucking is doing stand-up. Yeah. Like, I don't uh, get it. It's because they're in Iowa. <laughs> yeah. And fucking, and, and there is a defense that I kind of, uh, I understand yeah. of like, well, the government didn't shut down. Yeah. So if and, we close, we're out. We're yeah. fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we're also, not giving them help. So yeah. I it's, get all, that, it's but, so fucked up. Everything's, yeah. Yeah. I, it what are you going to do? Like, it feels insane to me, no matter what way you put it. And maybe I'm not an economist, so I don't understand inflation the way that I'm, you know, that other people do. And I get there's like issues with it or whatever, but it mm-hmm. just feels fucking crazy that so many people have died from something that we could just give people it because we print it. Like I yeah. literally, like it just seems crazy. Why can't let's just give the, everybody everything they need to go on. Well, and that's what and they're we'll doing. Figure it out in the wash. Like, Australia's doing that. Yeah, Australia's giving everybody like two are. grand a month. Yeah, lots you know, of places it, are, and it's just crazy to me that that's well, what's happening. If we did that, uh, the billionaires wouldn't just be getting massively richer it just, like they yeah, have it, over the last year. Except like, they fucking, well, except we got they, like 16 more billionaires in the last yeah. year. Except they fucking like, probably, they would probably still be because people are buying things like crazy. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, at this point, cool. I'm buying, I buy things online just to have something coming to the house to feel something. Like, yeah. I literally <laughs> don't care what's in the box. I just John, want I started- it to show up. I started buying toys in yeah, fucking October. Totally. I have 50 toys now. Yeah. Action figures. I buy it's a lot crazy. of six packs. Of booze? Oh, yeah, yeah. I Here's a new thing that I'm getting into. I don't even think I've mentioned this. I'm not even getting into this. This is just what I've been doing. I'm buying socks now. Oh, nice. Oh. Like, no. Like, oh. here, hold on. I'll show you guys. You should, this is just for the for you guys. But You should uh, get some Bombas, man. Oh, I thought you said stocks. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm into stocks now. No, I uh, I bought these. The, uh, you can't yeah. really see it, but these are Batman. Nice. They're like f- fucking. What do you call them? Uh, uh, knitted yeah. Batman socks with rubber things on the bottom, so yeah. you don't slip. And I just bought them, and then I bought some ankle socks that literally go up to my fucking knee. Uh-huh. And like, I guess they're knee socks, you know? Yeah, and that would be knee socks. There's oh, no. Oh, that's what Monty Python it. wears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm just buying stuff because I need like, and I'm not blowing money. It's not no. like I'm wasting money, but it's I like mean, it, it I, makes I, me feel I, good. You know what I like blowing money on is cocaine. S- slowly lo- losing money to FanDuel. Like, oh uh, yeah, oh totally. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. It's I, fun. Yeah, I I never got into gambling. I mean, I guess I I flip shoes every once in a while. So like, yeah. I, I buy I buy Nikes or whatever, and then I can make decent money doing that from time to yeah. time. But it, I honestly, my problem is, is that I'm like, I don't really want this shoe that much. And then I buy yeah. it and then I see that it's selling for $500. I paid one seventy, and then yeah. that makes me want to keep it. Yeah. It's a dumb thing, but it's a, it, I'm broken, but like, <laughs> so the, I, I'm, I'm a sneaker head. So I have a lot of shoes and yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, uh, is there a gambling on wrestling now, on like, WWF? Yeah, you, there is. Yeah. Like, like, could you go to FanDuel and be like, I yeah. want I, I Gold don't Digger to win? Not FanDuel not necessarily, but there are places you can do it. Okay. And 
Uh, but most of the time, it's like there are only there are specific ones you can like the Royal Rumble is a big one you can actually gamble on. Yeah. Now I am curious. Uh, you, you say you're a shoe uh, sneakerhead. Yeah, I am. Uh, uh, just I'm curious, how good are the Shoe Shine Kings in the Twin Cities <laughs> as opposed to the Shoe Shine King of Chicago? Oh man, nobody's better than the Shoe Shine King of Chicago. Uh, you should tell oh, that story, man. Yeah, That's what's for happening, the un- guys? For the uninclined, uh, we went to the Chicago uninclined? with... Uninclined? Yeah. I don't think that's the word. Yeah, it's definitely not. Un- By the way, earlier, Reed, I didn't come at you, but you said D-Y-I, and yeah. I was like, do yourself it? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, that's mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, Reem, tell me the story. I'm uninclined. Yeah, yeah, for the and for the reclined, you know, yeah. people that are uh, being comfortable right now. I think it's uninitiated, is what you mean. Yeah, for the uninitiated. Yeah. Uninformed. I, you know, we went to, I like uninclined better. Uh, I mean, it's wrong, but I are you guys, like it better. No, it's just that you guys are uninclined to it. We, <laughs> when when we lived in Des Moines, Brandon Ream and myself and Dan Umpton uh-huh. went to see went to C two E two in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, the we, the con. Yeah, and we mm-hmm. went at the comic book convention, and <laughs> we we had, the saddest. We yeah. It, yeah, and uh, we got cornered by a guy trying to shine shoes. We did. And we were both wearing Chuck Taylors. Yep. But, we were. Uh, <laughs> we definitely so we were. got them shined anyways. And I sure. mean, if you're going to get a shoe shine, that's a well, Make that star glow, Chuck, buddy. But Chuck I, Taylors. What, are, what I remember is that he approached us and he said, I just want to let you guys know from the beginning, I am not a criminal. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And, and then immediately we were, you're like, I think this guy's a fucking Yeah, criminal. I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy's a criminal. And then... And then he was like, I'm the shoeshine king of Chicago, which I Googled later, and somebody else goes by that moniker. So I Ooh. like that oh, he that's had stolen it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a Game had... of Thrones thing of shoeshine. Yeah, shoe yeah, shine. exactly. And then, and then he was like, then he started talking about how women aren't going to want to sleep with us unless our shoes are clean. Yeah, he was that's right. True. He was he right. Was. He was dead right. Uh, and then... Uh, and then he like sprayed some foam on each on like my shoes, and he went to clean them. But my shoes were like purposely distressed because I thought I was cool. Yeah. So he was scrubbing these shoes that were that were made to look like look they were way. dirty. Yeah. And they weren't getting clean. And I remember him getting kind of frustrated with the fact that they weren't getting clean. He's like, and I am he, a criminal. And then he was like, and then he finished and he goes, that'll be $20 a foot. <laughs> and and, I, and Reem and I looked at him and we were just like, dude, you got to be more upfront about your prices. Yeah. 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 We we had a thing once where uh oh my god I love that by the way that's all very funny we had a thing once in in Stacy and I we were in Rome and it was the day after we got engaged and we were walking around and it was beautiful it was New Year's Day and whatnot and we're walking around and this guy comes up or, to us were you walking like, around like, or were you just uh, roaming around <laughs> you get it we're roaming around because we wanted to yeah and we, we we this guy comes up with roses and he's like oh rose for the lady and we're like no we don't want to deal with you bud. And then he goes, watch this. And he like wait, we, he's like he grabs our wait, hands wait. and he takes what? this guy. This guy, he was. So you're telling me he was peddling roses? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that reference, but John did, and so some of well, the did. it's all right that if you're uninclined, like what? <laughs> like like rose petals peddling. Got it. I'm back. I'm on no. board. Yeah, but the roses don't really factor into this bit. He what he uh. did was though is he's like put out your hands, so we do, and he takes like a some yarn. And he does this elaborate, Speaking almost like a of yarn. magic trick. And then we both have bracelets, basically, like friendship bracelets type things. 
And he's like, now you're in love forever. And we're like, all right, well, we just got engaged yesterday. So that was already kind of not a question. <laughs> and then he cuts the, so then he gives us these things and he's like, 25 euro. And we're like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, 25 euro. And we're like, no fucking way. Yeah, no. And I literally like looked him in the face. I was like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> and so I started to pull it off. And then he's like, eh. and then something happened and he like left. So we didn't end up paying him, but also we just kept these bracelets on forever. And people would ask about like, oh, what's that bracelet? And I'd be like, awesome. you're not going to fucking believe it. Some guy tried to make me pay 20. Like that was like $50 American. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, one of my favorite yeah. things about C2E2, I, it, uh, it was pretty sad though. Was uh, I'm sure you remember this. The dad from Teen Wolf was there. Yeah. And, oh, wow. And he had a booth. Yep. And he had no line. No, <laughs> nobody was there to see him. But uh. here, here's what I remember, Brandon. And then just, I mean, just because it makes me laugh to think about it, is that in my mind, this was like a vacation, right? So I remember <laughs> saving up money for it. I'm like, cool, yeah. I'm going to be in Chicago and we're going to go out to eat places and it's going to be great. And you, as far as I'm no, basically ate at White Castle every single meal while we were there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like I'd be like, well, we're in Chicago. It's this great culinary city. And I, I just want to go to some good restaurants. I've saved up some money. I want to go shopping on Michigan Avenue. And then I and then you wouldn't even go to the food court that was inside where C2E2 was. You just went out a side door and came yeah. back with White Castle. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was really? trying to I was trying to get by with like 20 bucks on the everybody, weekend. Everybody we were with was trying to spend the least amount yeah. of money. And I just remember yeah, being like, I took a cab to, to Michigan Avenue to go shopping by myself. Like, yeah. John, remember that time we were driving back from some show? We were at a truck stop and you're like, I'm going to buy this shirt. And we're like, don't buy that bad truck stop shirt. You're like, no, 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 I'm gonna buy it. It was like thirty bucks, <laughs> but it, and it it was like a cool looking shirt. Yeah, it was yeah. like a flannel. Oh, it's stupid! But it was yeah. like a trucker's flannel that had like fleece or some terrible uh, it was on dead inside animal inside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just yeah. so funny. I just remember like looking at Gideon being like, How, "What is? What is he doing? Why has he yeah. got that shirt?" You know. I remember. But if we you would have been uh... buying something like a weird statue of like yeah. a fucking pig, I'd have been like, oh, "Do it, oh, yeah, buddy! Blow your money!" Yeah, yeah. I. <laughs> High point know, of that I, weekend too was we did a show at that place that had the uh, two way mirror in the girls' bathroom. Oh yeah, that, yeah, stars yeah, and it was just cigars and stripes. That's yeah, right. yeah. I the, remember uh, the day that broke, and I was just like, hey, "What I the mirror or the story about comedians. it?" <laughs> uh, best, uh, you know. Uh, well, here's the thing that I still laugh about is that guy, the owner of that place, was so unapologetic about that being the fact, mm-hmm. and, and they had him on like the Today Show to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. All he did was just talk about how good the wings are, which he's 100% right. <laughs> sure. They are the best dry rub wings I've ever had. But I just, to be so unapologetic in the face of, of like a Me Too scandal, essentially, yeah. and just be like, but come down because we've got the best wings. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, we, is incredible. Well, when else are That's you going to so get fun. that platform? Yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, sure. It's like, look, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to put this weird sexual harassment mirror in. And then eventually, boom, we're going to be able to plug the wings. You know, Playing the, the long thing, game. And I don't, I don't even care. Like, I'm not going to say his name or anything. But uh, yeah. the night we did that show, there was a guy there. And we talked, we like, I specifically remember talking to him after the show. And, and he was like, you know, I'm going to start stand-up. He's like, you guys inspired me. Oh, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to do <laughs> it. And the next week, he friended me on Facebook. And the next week, sure enough, he went out and he did an open mic. And then I moved to Chicago and 
I ended up being on a bill with him. He was on Man. a show with me. And he was so fucking terrible. Like <laughs> one of the worst I've ever seen. And I just remember being like, so my legacy is that I inspired this. Like when it really comes down to it, <laughs> That's so this good. is going to be my legacy. That this, that I'm the reason this guy finally was like, I'm going to do it. And then and, they've romanticized you too. So they're oh, like, I totally. thought Don, I... He came up to me. He came up to me with the show we were on and was like, oh yeah. man, that's so crazy that we're like on a show together. And then he did, I, you know what? Like, I, I just remember he did the, I don't give a shit. I mean, what am I going to see him again? None of this matters. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> well, to say his name. I'm not going to say his name, but like other people who are in Chicago are going to know just based on this. Uh, oh, his name is Jay Belushi. That's to John B. John B. He did uh, a Simpsons joke. He uh, yeah, sure. He did uh, he did a joke where it was just all about how he bet a homeless guy that he could throw the money into the cup from like far away, but if he made it, then he was going to get all the money or something. <laughs> like it was just a ridiculous thing. And then he told this long story. About how he ended up getting the money, and he, and then he ended the bit and just goes, "Guys, that never happened." <laughs> it's uh, just like, what? I like how if that was a applause break. He's like, "That's it." No, yeah. everybody's looking at him like he's yeah. an asshole. That's not real. Yeah, I'm yeah. kidding. What is the point of that? Oh yeah. God, I there's so you much of that remember, where. What's that? Go ahead. Oh, you guys remember doing jokes about the homeless? Uh, <laughs> probably yeah i try to fucking zone all that stuff in new york it was really funny when you would watch people move here and you'd watch uh -huh. them like get that shit beat out of them that was the most fun i ever had running an open mic was seeing the hottest comic from like wherever the fuck oh, move totally, here yeah oh, just yeah. get their ass beat and sometimes watching them really roll with it and run with it you know and then sometimes just disappear well but, I, I like uh, uh steven he was steve king when steven oh, king yeah. when, he, when he moved to chicago but now he's a writer for snl yeah castilio castilio but what i remember when he showed up in uh chicago and he showed up like he had just been named tulsa's funniest comedian yeah or something yeah, yeah. Like he's from that. oklahoma uh, yeah and he's great love steve yeah. so i want to make that very clear but yeah, I remember watching the old guard not understand what he was doing because oh, yeah. his stuff was multimedia based and he would bring up a jam box and oh, yeah. have songs and stuff like that. And it was brilliant. Like it was mm -hmm. all so good. But I remember it took a while for people to get on board with him. But yeah. when they did, they got super on board with him. And it helps that he's the nicest guy in the world. But like I, I what it made me think of is like it if there was other if there were other open mics right like but it wasn't you know stand up is one of the only things that's like it's it, that's like that that's you what know, it is need, yeah yeah and i made me think about like what if there were open mics for being like a renaissance painter right and it would be like <laughs> like so you'd show up and you'd paint like in front of a crowd and then you'd be like you see like you see how the shading on this peach that's a callback to this thing like it'd <laughs> yeah, be the yeah. same type of thing and then Steve, Steve would have showed up and like with like a camera. Yeah. And it would yeah. be like, oh, he's ahead of it. Like, hey, look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He figured like, it out. He understands where this is going. He's not yeah. stuck just painting with a brush. I wonder if Chicago was just different. Because in New York, I feel like, and Reem, maybe you can speak to this if I'm wrong. But in New York, I think what would happen is those kind of a comic, like let's say a Tim, uh, 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 why am I blanking on Tim's name? Meadows? What's Tim's name? Who? <laughs> Tim Meadows? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, you stupid shit. Uh, Tim Platt. Like, a Tim uh. Platt, he would just go to those 
to our weird mics. And are we have a, there was enough of a comedy, there was enough happening that you could just do that to the point where you were good. And then once you start crossing line into like the regular setup mics, you're already kind of good at it. Sure. Um, which I guess that's kind of where Steve was. But in the scene, he wasn't known as already good yet, you know? No, yeah. Because it's weird. Like, you'd have the experience where somebody would go up and do something ream because you do a lot of like weird shit and like one-liner stuff that's crazy. You've had the experience where you show up and people are like, what the fuck is this guy yeah. doing? Oh, yeah. But then once you see a bunch of people in the room laugh at it, you're like, oh, I guess we're all, oh, okay. So this is, he's doing this on purpose. This isn't yeah. just like, like I remember, uh, speaking of our friend that uh, is no longer with us, Steve one time was doing jokes and it was crushing, but some dumbass comic in the room was like, what the fuck? And they were like hemming and hawing about how these one-liners and these puns were exactly. nothing. Exactly, yeah. And at one point they said under their breath after one of his jokes, what year is it? Yeah. And exactly. from the stage, Steve just goes, it's always 2011 here, baby. And like <laughs> flip double birds at her. And it was really like, that's the thing is it's funny when I've had that experience as an open mic host. Where I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, and then you're like, oh wait, yeah. that's actually really good. When you think about it back or whatever. Yep. But it is weird when you see, I hated it when I would go to another city and no one gives a shit about you. You go to an open mic or you go to a show and no one cares. Yeah. And then you go do your headlining set or they see you do the real Ruth show. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, oh, yeah, hi. Oh, you're great. Oh, you're in New York. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, my stand-up didn't change. Right. <laughs> so, like, I was funny then and now. And you know what I mean? Like, those kinds of things are so weird. But I do like that process when the old guard has, like, the especially the negative, the bad old guard. Yeah, the people right. who are just I like, mean, it's, yeah. I like watching them have to learn. Right. But there is no real formula. I mean, if yeah. you make people laugh, you make people laugh. And I think yeah. that's honestly something that I had to learn because yeah. I'm sure I had my moments where it was like, well, what is that? Yeah. But like, oh, yeah. you're succeeding, you're succeeding. Like, yeah. I mean, we. Well, that's a. Yeah. We all know bad comics who are super famous. Right, exactly. I mean, so the, like, guy, the guys that I'm more, that I was more interested in as far as, like, what are you doing? It mm -hmm. was not the people trying to push the envelope. It yeah. was the person who did 15 open mics a week, mm -hmm. but the jokes didn't alter and they yeah. didn't work. Yeah, so it's there's like, no reason. So what is the point of you doing 15 open mics if you're not recognizing, oh, that didn't work that way, so I need to switch it around, you yeah. know, whatever. And the guy that I always think about... In Grinding, the, you man. Know, you, know, you know Alex Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I remember, and in particular, I remember going, like, sometimes I had a car and people appreciated that. So yeah. I would drive... <laughs> I did. You I picked me drive, up at the airport one time. Yeah, I would drive people between open mics and it, you know you could hit more that way in a night mm -hmm. in chicago and alex was there and alex is remains one of my favorite stand-up comedians uh listeners his, are we have a lot of listeners that are cincinnati based so i feel like alex is probably a real fan of everyone oh, on the show. have you seen um, his new show on oh yeah it's great the movie it's show really logan funny. logan gunselman it. writes on it and yeah it's really good um and <clears> so but i just remember and alex like we started at one mic then he got, we got in the car, drove to the next mic, and we didn't talk about the set or anything. And then when we got to the next mic, he had written new lines and was trying it differently <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And I was like, God, that's amazing. Like, yeah. And I watched, we, I think we hit three that night probably, and I watched this germ of an idea turn into what it turned into to the last mic. And it was so inspired by that. Yeah. And... But like that, but then there were people in Chicago who would keep track of how many, like they had a, they would put up a Facebook post being like yeah. this many mics this yeah. week or this month or whatever. 
but like your shit's not changing. Yeah. Like how well, that's so we our group, like Raymond, my like our New York friend group spawned this thing called 100 sets in 100 days mm-hmm. and it came it literally came out of like our little face ch- group chat that we yeah. were all in and then it got to the point where it became national and like uh whatever la- a laugh spin wrote a whole article about it and shit mm-hmm. and it was really cool but we all kept track on a google sheet sure. and when it was our 20 friends you knew like okay well this fucker's not gonna make any growth but it, that's they're our friend and we love them yeah yeah and you knew like and i'm not in a there wasn't a lot of that but once it became a big thing, there was a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing people who are like, okay, well, this person, okay, we are 12 days in and this person has done 85 sets. Yeah. What are yeah. they doing? Yeah. yeah. But then is- other people fucking remember that time we did it, Reem? And it was uh, Steve Rogers and uh, Caitlin uh, Palufo. Yeah. They were, the, they were those people. They were 80 sets in, mm-hmm. 10 days in. And they both did Colbert by the end of it. Yeah, so it's right, like, yeah. and they're genius, great comedians. Right, yeah. And so it's like, that was a really learning experience for me when I'm like, oh, okay, well, I know that I'm getting better by doing 100 sets in 100 days, but I know that these people are not doing any better doing 500 sets in 100 exactly. days. And yep. I know these people are doing way better and doing 500 sets. And you're like, okay, well, I got to... I gotta either try to be more like them, or you know, start raising hogs or something. You know? Well, I didn't need it. I, Raise I my hog. To learn, I needed to learn that there is a such thing as a good mic and a bad mic, and uh-huh. that I'm I'm better served sitting down at home at a table writing than yeah. going up in front of nothing. Like it, I, I, yeah. I needed to learn that because I, it, it, in my head, it was always like. The only way to get better is to be on stage, and being on stage trumps doing anything yeah. else. But a bad mic's a bad mic. Like, see, mm-hmm. I, I feel like in my life, I was, I in my life, I in Des Moines, I hundred percent believed any stage time matters. Yeah, like any mic is a good mic, even Absolutely. if it's terrible. Yeah, because you're learning. Yeah, and then I got to New York, and I had that experience where I was going to all these terrible, like yeah. Lower East Side mics that sucked, and pay mics and shit that sucked. And so then you stop that, and so it was like I would say my first two years. Really important, hit everything you can. Yep. Then there was like three years where it was like, eh, just do the good stuff. I was just doing Pine Box and the good ones. Yep. And then once once I got like once I got to what I consider good at stand up and figured out what I was doing, then it went back to any stage mat anything. Because if I I and who now we're in a whole different world. Yeah, who knows oh, what's yeah. gonna happen? Who knows? But like I could literally go do. I would take the worst shows if I was booked on them that I knew there was going to be no audience. Yep. It was going to be a, as long as it wasn't a real trek on the right, train or something. Right. But I would take anything because I'm literally just, it's, 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 I know how to, I'm saying this for me now, you know? Like it's because I'm going to work these words out. And I literally, as, like, like me and my buddy Mark Marin, right on stage. Yep. So then I got to the point where I, it was kind of fun once you could start appreciating everything. And you'd be in a room with like a bunch of terrible comics. And you go up and kind of crush, and you're like literally just spitting out your new idea. Right, and stuff. right. It's it was very fun, and then that made all the really good ones even better. But there is that weird period of time where you're like, you're not gaining anything. No, this is like just helping. hustling your ass off yep. and doing a bunch of these sets right now. Yeah. Um. But like, and it was it was weird. I don't know. And then so Chicago was just as much stage time as you could possibly want. Yeah, yeah. And then I moved to Minneapolis, and I did start. Like I was. Uh, you know, I hit the ground running here, uh, and uh, and found Minneapolis to be super frustrating in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, because... I can't imagine that. Reem, you did it. You started over in Madison and then came to New York, and but that whole thing of because 
Madison was, I feel like that was still a step. And I understand Chicago's a much bigger scene yeah, than yeah, Ma- yeah, Mil- sure. Minneapolis. But I feel like Chicago is a closer in size scene and a closer in development scene totally. to Minneapolis. Absolutely. So it's like kind of starting over in the same city again. Well, and like a, I, I already knew like, a lot of people here because they're close enough and those people would come yeah. to Chicago and I would come to Minneapolis and, you know, whatever. But the, the thing that became really hard about here is there is some incredible stage time in Minneapolis mm-hmm. that guarantee you're going to get better if you get it like a consistent amount. Mm-hmm. But so, and I know you guys deal with this in New York, but I had, it really wasn't the thing in Chicago uh, yeah. is lottery mics. Yeah. 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 So it's, and it's yeah. hard to be like, okay, well I can try to hit this plate, this stage. That's not that good that I know for a fact I'm going to go up. But yeah. if I go to this lottery mic and wait around, I might get on my name on the list, and I know that's going to be yeah. like a good audience. And so it, it became hard to be like, what actually makes sense as far as developing further goes? Is it yeah. is it getting better in front of a real audience? Because some of these places pack it out. I mean, mm-hmm. I get yeah. and their audience, have, audience, audience. We have Acme here. Yeah, and yeah. It's, I One mean, of the top clubs in the country. Incredible. I live blocks away from it. And yeah. uh, so I can I could walk over to Acme and but no guarantees that I'm gonna get up. Yeah. But those rare times that I was able to, it was awesome. And there's yeah, there's a uh, uh it's funny because without stand up and I am from remembering now things that were important to me before <laughs> that I have forgotten about. Yeah. And one of those things that I, a thing that I forgot about until right now is that they, people run mics differently in different cities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it like fired me up because like I, uh, I will swear by the bucket system. I think it's the way to do it yeah. unless it's a very different thing. But like yeah. the way that I love, I love Dan. I think Dan is wonderful. I think Alex is wonderful. The way they run that mic in Des Moines drives me crazy. How do they run like, it now? They it it is kind of isn't bucketing. it a list? Okay. It's a list, and then I think they create a bu- they 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 you write your name down, throw it in a bucket, and then they create a list, okay. which is great. But they tape that list on a pillar that is right by the stage and facing the stage. So to see it, you kind of have to go up into uh, the stage. Okay, it's such a weird thing when they could just leave it on that table, you know? I. Uh, and also, I have frustrations it. with it because I don't know anybody. So then it's like you're going after Gary, and I'm like, "Well, right. who's Gary?" Well, I, and everybody's like, "Gary." I remember <laughs> you know? I was at a mic, and uh, it was at like the University of Minnesota, like the student mic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is just so ridiculous. But like, and they put the list out, and then this girl walked up and took a f- picture of the list with her phone, and then walked away. And it was like somebody had just showed me new technology. Like, why haven't I been <laughs> yeah, taking that's pictures? That's so good. Of- why haven't I been taking pictures of the list? I don't have to walk up anywhere now. It's yeah. literally in my pocket for the rest well, of the time. One of those moments when I moved, because I hate my, I loved it because of what it was. Yeah. But one of the things I always hated about the House of Bricks, Mike, was that it was a list because there was no, and I felt very lucky because I feel like we had our friend group, so we I did. was okay. Yeah. But I always was empathetic of other people because it's like everybody just would sit out in the bar or go outside yeah, yeah. until it was their turn or their group. Yeah. And so when I moved to New York, I literally, when the first time I started doing all these mics, I took it as like a real uh, validation that I made the right choice. When you'd go to a place and you're like, you don't know if you're going up in the next, mm-hmm. you'll know if you're going up in the next 10, 15 minutes, but you don't know if you're going in the next hour or not. Yep. And it does suck. There's a lot of ways that it fucks over and there's a yep. lot of ways that it gets great. But 
there's somebody like Becca O'Neill who I love. Yeah. And I think she's so funny. And we, yeah. anytime I, the world's over, so I haven't seen her in a year, but anytime yeah. we'd run into each other, I always had fun. But it always goes back to my first impression of her was hosting Coles, which is like this say. famous mic. Yeah. But it was the the worst experience I've ever had as a comedian at a mic. Oh, seriously. Was waiting I, to go up at that mic. Oh, totally. But also that. It's not her fault. And it no. wasn't. Well, it's was it's just, my fault for not knowing the process. I was going to bring up Coles yeah. because yeah. Uh, I mean, I've done it a lot. Yeah. And I loved it. And also, it was just a place where you knew you were going to see everybody yeah. and get to, it was very yeah. much also a hangout mic. It was like Pine Box Ream, except for they ran, the, it was a list yeah. that started like at 2 p.m. But you probably did it actually. I don't know, maybe. But, but No, but I it, haven't. I, I'm, I've heard enough about But Coles, that though. was the difference, like, uh, like with Coles is if you signed up, you were going up. Like, yeah. now you might have to wait till 2 a.m. to the bar, close, yeah. like too close to the bar closing and maybe there would be nobody there. But if you signed up, yeah. They they put a gigantic list up and yeah. you were going up. I it was and it's one of those things. It's just like when people complain about Pine Box. I loved that mic. It was like our it's like our cool mic. Mm-hmm. But I uh, and I got very defensive of it when people would talk shit about it. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I'm the person talking shit about this mic that everybody should be rel- should be defensive about. But my problem with it will always be that we like got there, put our names on. At 2 p.m., yep. and then we left to go get, like, lunch. Yeah, that's... Because it was still 2 in the afternoon. Yeah. And we come back, and they're like, oh, yeah, w- you weren't here. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Coles, Coles would... um, at f- When I first got to Chicago, Coles was just, you signed up, and then you... I would go home, and then I would just come back. Yeah. And then Cole, who's awesome... I love that bar, and yeah. I love the owner, Cole. He's yeah. just a good dude. I had a dude. blast there. Yeah. I was just frust- frustrated but with the Cole, uh Cole made it so that... Uh, you couldn't leave. Yeah. So like, yeah. he liked me enough that I could be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go down the street to the to the Mexican place and get dinner, but mm-hmm. I'll I'll be back." But you would sign up, and then what he would do is he would take that list where people signed up, and he would call out your name in the yeah. middle, like waiting even before the mic started. Yeah, that's and what happened. You were still at the bar. <laughs> then Albert, he'd cross Nick your and name I, off. Albert, Nick, and I were like four, five, and six, and we mm-hmm. went down the block with Kevin uh, White. Yeah. To get something to eat. We came back. We were gone 15 minutes. Yep. And all of a sudden, our names are crossed out. Yeah, and we're yeah. like, what's going on? And there's another 30 people on exactly. the list now. And yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. You just have to uh, talk to Cole and be like, hey, we're going to go eat, but we'll be back. Yeah. I mean, well, also, I, I knew him well enough. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most, of the bar, most of the bartenders liked me because I actually spent money at their yeah. establishment. Booze Hound. Yeah. <laughs> Booze Hound. Booze yeah. Hound. Not uh, anymore, crazily enough. Good job, buddy. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I like that. Uh, Every day you're like is, Gideon 2.0. This you know? pandemic is. You don't really, drink uh, neither. It's been a it's been a crazy. I I went and I bought uh, like a three hundred dollar treadmill and put it in my bedroom. Nice. And just and been and then I I run for mm-hmm. five miles a day at this point. The only treadmills I, I hit are in Mega Man. Oh, yeah. I, they they were, sometimes they're difficult when they're going the other direction and you jump. Yeah, oh yeah. Like whoa. Yeah. Well, guys, I feel like we did it good enough. This was a fun episode of Des Moines Comedy. What what, what once was? Uh, John, do you want uh, your people to follow you on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that? Do you want to plug in anything? Sure. Uh, well, for sure, I want to plug wear a mask. And since I don't Hi. have anything, to actually, <laughs> you said wear a mask. I thought you said first. I want to plug wear a mask. Oh, and I thought yeah. you were gonna give a no, list. No, of no, no. For real, I want to plug wear a mask because I want oh, this yeah. fucking thing to be over. But also, mm-hmm. something that I really believe in is uh, like take care of your neighborhood. So yeah. if you have the ability to buy gift yeah. cards 
from places yeah. around you. Uh, Find your local food uh, uh, food fridge. What's that called? Yeah. I mean, anything that you can do yeah. to literally help the people around you at this point. I know it yeah. sounds fucking cliche, no. but like literally one of the things that I don't want, well, I live in the North Loop in downtown Minneapolis and I don't, when this is over, I want the restaurants around me to still be open because it's one yeah. of the reasons that I yeah. moved where I moved, you know? So, yeah. so we bought a lot of gift cards from the restaurants around us and like the hairstyle, the place yeah. that I go to get my hair done before, like, cause it's a cash influx that they need now. They need that it. Yeah. You'll get back later. So yeah. there's mm-hmm. also, uh, I, I would, I, I think I plugged this a couple weeks ago, but right now, Never a better time to join the DSA if you feel oh, like totally. uh, going Absolutely. into that. Give yeah. them fucking five, ten bucks a month, and yeah. even you don't have to go to every meeting. You don't have to go to any meetings. Just yeah. let them have the money and let them move it on. Um, you're on Twitter at the John Idy. I am. Uh, Instagram. What's do you do? You do Instagram really? I don't. I mean, I'm you on should. it. It's fun. It's Marky Mark three sixteen. But yeah. nice. That's fun. Yeah. I do that. That's great. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's really Absolutely. fun to talk to you like this. Yeah. You know, great. I, I said it last night. I'm bad at keeping in touch. No. Nah, Especially because every day rolls into the next day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you used to have the excuse of, yeah, I'm out. I'm doing shows and I'm yeah. seeing people every single but night. Now I'm not, I'm not and I'm not keeping in touch. It's a, yeah. it's a me problem. Yo, yo. Um, no, it's Reem. good to see both you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great to see you. And now just sit there and shut the fuck up for like a minute or two. Reem, where are you? Uh, what do you got going on, buddy? Uh well for the uninclined uh you can find me oh at God. uh Reemcore that's R E A M K O R E yeah uh, baby you know uh gonna be posting a lot of Bernie memes this week oh so yeah should see if you can bring it back uh huh did I say that on this episode or on the the one the, the false one the the Bur- restart I, I think know. I said on the restart I had a dream last night that I came up with a genius meme that was gonna connect. The Bernie meme with the 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 to, with a Tom Brady meme. Oh yeah, and it was gonna take the world by storm, and I was gonna drop it at ten thirty today a.m. And then I woke up and I was like, ah oh, fuck, I don't have anything. But in my in my like dream when you're like half awake, I'm like, this is gonna make me go viral, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Ah, uh, goddamn. Uh, yeah. So Reemcore on everything, Instagram, yeah. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, listeners, you can find me at Patrick Hasty. It's at p a t r i s k j s t a patrickhasty.com. For, uh, I don't know, YouTube videos and stuff. Maybe I'll find some of those old uh, horrific stand-up videos and post them. Uh, Gross. Every time I try to, I just cringe. I've tried to post that video of me sucking Jesus' dick like a hundred times, and I just cringe every time. Um, uh, if you have, if you can, get on the Patreon. Give us a dollar. Give us two dollars. Mm-hmm. Help us out. Uh, you, you guys already know. Uh, as you know, in uh, we got six, eight, something like that. Eight guests left. Six guests. Seven guests left. Then we're going to be an only fun size podcast. Uh, and so uh, if you want to suggest things for us to talk about, that's how you do it. Get on Patreon, give us a dollar, and say, hey, talk about, uh, I don't know, uh, wrestling or something. Talk about Minnesota hardcore for 30 minutes, and we'll figure it out. We'll do research there it and is. Reemcore. Um, so go do that. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, be cool as sent. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Uh, stay home. Don't. Yeah. Let's get this thing over. Get the vaccine. Wa- wash Find other out when you can hands. and get it. What's that, Reem? Wash other people's hands. Yeah. You know, pull a Jesus. Wash your feet. You know? Uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, Well, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. That does it. 
It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.